This is episode number, what did it say, number 73? I thought that's what it said. Yeah, I think so. I feel like, you know, after talking to you, I feel like we're not doing enough episodes. Mm. (laughs) Now we're like, oh, he cranks him out. Yeah, yeah, he cranks him out. But my quality, much less than yours. (laughs) I do do quantity over quality. For sure. But you're also a one-man show. Exactly. It's so, uh, yeah. Anything at that rate with that like mass and that that those minutes takes a lot. It's like I want to get to my 10,000 hours first. Like uh, the podcast I listened to I didn't start listening to episode 300 400. Okay. So I just want to like get to Which that Which one is number. that one? Rogan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I it's like <laughs> I don't early. like to I don't like to talk to about Rogan that much on podcast just because of like the fucking well now he kind of got to talk about Exa- it. <laughs> exactly like it's just like a touchy subject so when I say like oh when I was sixteen and I got in a really bad hockey accident and when I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast that was the only time I had ever heard someone like want to like talk about bettering themselves like before okay. that i had never heard people talk about bettering themselves so wow. for him that's like the person that like i idolized and who taught me to like you can do what you want and be who you are mm-hmm. and become who you are but now it's a like one everybody <laughs> listens to him and two he has such a stigma behind him right that i don't even like listen to him anymore but like wow okay. i have to be honest in my like how he inspired me and how he would do five Ooh. episodes a week that are three hours long. I'm not working as hard as and, him. Like, <laughs> nah, real shit. Yeah. And fire. He, he would, he has a genuine interest that I have yet to see in most and many podcasts. It's a genuine curiosity to see who is he sitting across from. And there's, it's not, he tries to be very unbiased, which I appreciate. If it's a yeah. white guy, a black guy, a Chinese guy, if it's a rapper, if it's a governor, if it's whoever it is. Uh, but you're right. There has been a, a big difference in the last 500 episodes. Exactly. If you will. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like that comes with the height and the reach that he has naturally. Like you can hear him censoring himself a lot as well too, which is kind of annoying. Cause if, if you're a listener from back in the day, you're like, man, say that shit. Exactly. Say yeah. It, talk that shit. Rogan. You know, but, it's, but that's it's what you have to do. I was always thinking about that in the way that like, um, like, Big artists like Drake don't put out that much music. Okay. But like rappers who are independent put out all the music. I see. Yeah. Just like censoring yourself is the way you kind of like grow, I guess. Like you see so many people be like, the way to be a big artist is to be coachable. So you have to decide, are you going to be coachable or are you going to be independent? Right. Which is tough right now with all these other options to be independent. Yeah. And all these other different sides. We're not live on Facebook, so I went live on oh. Facebook. I don't know why I didn't go live on Facebook. But Are I we at YouTube? We're on YouTube. Oh, for sure. We're on YouTube and then IG. On my IG? They'll, they'll sign on here. I'll tell them to go to the YouTube because who, who doesn't go to the YouTube anyways? <laughs> you know what I mean? Landon, we got to figure out why we haven't been going on the Facebook. Something's, something's up again. The Fed rallies are here. Who watches <laughs> Facebook? A lot of people watch. Facebook. No, you got yeah. No, you know, you Benny. Got. Benny was actually talking about like he's more active on Facebook. Mm, that's so you know? weird to me. Facebook's cooler. It's more more. Yeah, but he's he's mid thirties. Of course, he's gonna be on Facebook. <laughs> like, oh my god, damn it! Yeah, exactly. That's why you use <laughs> yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm 24 years old. I'm not gonna use Facebook. Struggle Mike was goody. I, oh, struggle Mike. I love struggle Mike. Yeah. he's one of the honestly. Um, so. I told you, I'm not from Buffalo. You thought I was from yeah. Buffalo. 
when I went to Buffalo the first time, it was the day that um, Buffalo Kids West Side Guns Gallery opened. It was oh, okay. the first yeah, time yeah, I ever yeah, went no to word. Buffalo. And Struggle Mike, he was, he welcomed me to Buffalo like it was my home. Like, mm, he let me use his store still tight. to this day to do podcasts. That's like, he, he honestly, like, when I think about who helped me the most in this podcast world, like, I struggle Mike's number one. So what what does he do? Does he have a podcast as well? Struggle Mike, he it has like comp he owns a store with okay. clothing, a recording studio, a grills place, a tattoo place in Buffalo. But okay. he also makes like compilation albums like DJ Khalid and really? shit. But like his he has Khan, he has he's had uh, Zoo Surf, he's had Benny on so many songs, mm. fucking Boldy, like that's fine. He's one of the top yeah. streamed artists in Buffalo, and he doesn't even rap or produce. <laughs> That's pretty dope. Shout out, shout out, Struggle Mike. Shout out to Struggle Mike. That is real. pretty motherfucking Especially having fire. opening arms, too. Nah, for real. That's He's dope. like, there's, you know, when you think back, you're like, who really helped me yeah, along what, the journey me, the who most? Me who helped exactly. me level up? Who helped me give me, you know, some real game, some real sauce without really expecting too much from it? That's true. Those are the people that stick out. Those people who add such value. And already. made Buffalo my home, like. You know what? It's funny because, like, when I met Khan in 2017, he told me he's like, I didn't realize show was popping, and we till we went to Boston, and the show in Boston was so crazy <laughs> that we're like, oh shit, you know me, really like, <laughs> and that's how I went to went to Buffalo. When I went to Buffalo, uh, people would have to take pictures with me on the street. Like, people word. would like come up to me and say, and I was like, wait. People who I had never been to Buffalo before in my life. Like, so, so it seems like you are from Buffalo, though, because you really yeah, did. You, you I captured all of them, like I told him. I fuck with that music so much. Like, uh, I fuck with the Buffalo scene. I fuck with what they're doing. Like, yeah. I remember seeing the Reject 2 album cover. That's how I found them. 2015. Word. Conway with the bullet holes in the back of his head. And I was like, that's one of the hardest album covers I've ever seen. I gotta listen to this shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's I remember the moment I heard Beloved, the first song I ever heard by Griselda. I remember hearing that. I was driving on Cape Cod, right by the uh in Orleans. I pulled over. Get the fuck I out pulled of over because I knew it was gonna change my life. You're like, whoa. Jesus and it Christ. did. Let's you know what? The motherfucker's serious as hell, though. I told, I had an ex tell me I was overly obsessed with Griselda <laughs> to a point where it would like ruin me. Oh, she said, no. direct quote, you're too autistic about Griselda. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope you got rid of her. Yeah, I did. I did. But it worked out. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. sure. Shame on her. So were you, Take it were, you weren't podcasting at that time? Nah, I was a stand up. And then when, quarantine hit and i couldn't perform anymore i couldn't mm. perform anymore and i had just gotten out of that relationship and so i like had obviously nothing. a toxic exactly Based i was on like i had head. like nothing really and i was like i'm gonna start talking to people about how they better themselves because i don't know on. how to better myself so i started talking about commit to comedians about bettering mm. themselves that's an interesting person to ask that and question. then uh i had this dude freshman woes on a producer i followed him because i loved his music uh -huh. and then i realized i had more followers than him so i was like i don't have a guest this week let me dm him and see if he's coming on and he was like about it. yeah of course Tight. and that was crazy and then i was like oh i can just dm people and maybe they'll talk to me <laughs> yeah. so i dm hologram who you can see on action bronson's new album okay it's mayhem loren's brother 
And I'm the uh, only interview he's ever done, and it was my second rap interview <laughs> ever. And he announced his debut album with DJ Muggs on oh, my podcast. Pod. And so that was the second rap podcast I ever really did. God, and I got wow. to announce a DJ Muggs album. So right. then I was like, yeah. I'm doing I think shit. the universe showed me my, like. But what possessed you to actually go and cop the mic and get the board and get the headset and really. Uh, I told you, you, like, Joe Rogan was like a big influence to me at an early age. So I knew that I always wanted to do that with comedy. I wanted to be a comedian with a podcast, but I knew with everything in life, if you're not 100% in it, you're out. Right. Mm. Right. You're out. You're out. You can't, can't, I see people that have a passion, but won't give up their life for it. You have, you can have a, you have to give up your life for your passion. You really do. And so I knew that when I started, I had to give up my life. And when quarantine hit, I had nothing. I had nothing. I was drinking. I was hanging out with the wrong people. I, and I was like, now's the time to give up my life to something positive. Mm. And I did fire and it worked like shit's different now. Like I have something <laughs> different and my comedy's different. Like I just sold out a show in Philly off fans of the podcast. That's sick. That's great. Like that's stupid that's to me. Sick. I'm an idiot. Like, you know yeah, what I like, mean? Like, like, don't follow me. Three you know, years you know ago, what? I, I do want to say this because uh, back to what you were saying initially is you're talking about um, how Joe Rogan is that. I think more and more as the podcast progresses, our podcast because we we have an identity but not the identity Mm. yet and i think more and more as the podcast progresses one of the things about me is i was the i was always a cool kid you know what i mean and that's not to be like fucking not trying to be cool about it i was always like one of the cool kids you know if I mean? we I went was... to high school together, he would have bullied me. That's what he. <laughs> you know what? I bullied the bullies. I, you, in the beginning, in freshman year, I was a bully. In sophomore year, which he would have kicked the shit out of me <laughs> and put it in a locker. Yeah, <laughs> put me in a locker if we went to high school. And then I had a real cool talk with my assistant principal in Kenmore West, right? And because uh, I, I went there for like I don't know, maybe a couple months, but the assistant principal was super cool, and um, he was like, "Stop being a bully." You got to, you got, you like, everybody in the school loves you and respects you. Why don't you do it the opposite way? When you get in trouble, literally what he told me, I don't know if I get him in trouble for this, but he was like, when you get in trouble, I'll get you out of detention because you're always in, in school suspension. And I need you to break up fights. So I ended up to, because of that, I turned out to be a bully of bullies. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, did, I I started not liking it. I, I started looking at it like, first off, this gets me out of fucking. Because yeah, I'm yeah. definitely not showing up for this, this class. Good. I'm gonna get suspended. You're like, I get to beat up two people instead <laughs> of one. It wasn't even about beating up. I used to just <laughs> really be like, I, I used to be like, yo, why are you fucking with that kid, bitch? Yeah, no, chill the fuck out. But you probably had to deal with a lot of your own shit to get to that mentality. Absolutely, because yeah. when you're bullying, you're bullying because you feel small. It, real shit. So like to then get past that mentality because i was to... small you know what i mean like i actually was a small ass motherfucker i always worked I out pretending. and i worked out because i was such a small dude i had no choice yeah. you know what i mean like i was i was a shorter dude i'm still a shorter dude you know i'm I mean? big no one really fucked with me because i'm big 
Like I was lucky with that. You're like, yeah, yeah. Even, my dad's only five ten. I'm six four. Like, <laughs> so he's not your real dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. The milkman was a good guy. <laughs> Tall and cur- no one in my family has curly hair either. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I was saying is like, look, I was when as I was coming up around sixteen, seventeen, I, w- I would go to Barnes and Noble, and I was always in the self improvement books. Mm. And I would dive so deep into these fucking books, like super fucking deep into these books. And it was always more like, how could I continuously improve myself? And and yeah, I used to sell drugs and get into a lot of trouble, but my brain was there. I don't think I caught up to the shit that I was reading just yet. It was hitting my subconscious mind, but it wasn't all, all, all the way there. And as I've been growing through life, I've been on that more and more and more, and it hits me more and more. I'm I'm reading more and more of those books again, getting back into it. And um, it's just always been who I am. And I believe in that shit so much that that, like you're saying about Joe Rogan. And I feel like that's what I like having on this podcast. I was telling you earlier, I said, uh, you know, people see Benny the Butcher up on here, Benzino up on here, uh, David Corey, when we had him up here. And they're like, they're like, you know, where do you go from there? I don't want... The superstars. I, don't get me wrong. I don't mind interviewing the superstars, but that's not like I want to talk to people because the Danza Project is a network, and I say this shit all the time because it's that important. I believe that the people that I have up on here, that I found something in them that interested me. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it's not going to be always. There's going to be some times where I'll do an interview and I'd be like, "Fuck, why did we? Why did we interview this guy?" <laughs> you know what I mean? It'll happen. Yeah, but couple, then there's the interviews that there's going to be the interviews that it takes some time to manifest and get it to work. That it's like, okay, I really wanted this to happen, and 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 here goes why, you know. And and you see people and you watch them grow through their journey. That to me, that's motivating. Mm-hmm. And if I could be of any help along the way in their journey. Or if I could say here, yo, by the way, let me tell you into this guy, you guys could could work together. I feel like that is the dopest shit. I feel like when I talk and, and we have a conversation and as we'll have the conversation today, the people that are listening to us, I always want them to understand that one thing. Yeah. Like, yo, struggle. It's funny because it's struggle, Mike. But like struggle is a real thing. And everyone goes through it. There's a lot of people that would go with and it's okay you know that's like that victim mentality it's like oh but you don't understand my struggle that's okay yeah i'm not not here to really understand your struggle i just want you to understand that i'm here to deal with my own you don't understand mine you don't understand his you don't understand hers you don't everybody has a struggle it might seem like they were spoon-fed but there was some struggle that is in their life and i want I, i feel like i always want to tell i want the people to know that watch us it's like Yo, no matter what it is, you could actually overcome it. You really can. No matter what the fuck is in your way, unless you're like a certain couple things, like a rapist, pedophile, you know what I mean? No coming back. And there's there's certain shit that's like, all right, you know what? This guy could beat it. You know, you flick him off, beat him like I fucking kill that moth. Um, But that type of shit, yeah, we could get rid of those people, whatever they got to do to themselves or somebody else has to do to them. I don't care. Uh, no, but it's true. But but that type of shit. And uh, so so I want to hear about your upbringing because you said like you were you you could have been bullied and nobody bullied you because you were a, a bigger kid, right? Yeah. So like what? 
what would you say if you don't mind touching on it what would you say was your struggle coming up uh shit hostile household like i because my mom's a teacher i got to go for full tuition to private school my whole life and i didn't right. fit in with anybody because i was there on full <laughs> like for high school for my four years of high school it cost three hundred thousand dollars and they gave it to me for free so like in Sick. eighth grade they gave me three hundred thousand dollars to go to Sick. high school jesus like and i didn't fit in with anybody but See, there my was that thing right spoon fed Sp a lot people of people think, would think yeah and people and they don't like just hostile like my parents fucking hated each other like mm. bad like and my mom would want to like hurt did your dad hate dad. your mom because he wasn't your dad no he was my dad i look <laughs> i look just like my dad other than the height i look just like him. no it's funny because it's like everybody's shit is different but like i don't know like it was just like in eighth grade my mom like what, what what's the thing like my mom had me tell my dad that they were getting a divorce Ooh, and that she knew he was fuck? cheating you and right shit. in the middle yeah like literally no she had me call him and was like yo you guys are getting a divorce she knows you're cheating and he's like what the fuck are you talking about like hostile shit like i was That's used bad. as a pawn and shit only child only child yeah 100 yeah, right. which isn't that bad but that's like one of the examples they were young. one of the examples yeah okay of like the many things done yeah. like just hostile household see, um, people see young white kid single kid private school oh he's oh he's fine he's good he's great what what's hard what's so hard or difficult what's so what's what do you have to overcome right yeah but there's struggles within that as well and also yeah. then just personal struggles because you deal oh. what i was asking about the bullying then because like getting over like the farther you push away the shit you don't want to deal with the farther in a hole you get and then the farther in the hole you get the more you don't give a fuck about the things you do or the people around mm. you so then mm. you start like hurting the people around yeah. you because you're hurt yourself hurt people, hurt people. exactly like and that's what i had to realize is like what i went through sucked but am i gonna let it hold me back like am i gonna Define be a victim you. like that's why i don't even like telling there people like that's why i don't even like talking about a lot of whatever because it comes across as like victim mentality mm -hmm. where it's like what was me yeah because i know people who went through horrible shit way worse than i did way way worse and they handle that shit better than i do so like what the fuck am like what do i gotta cry about <laughs> exactly like i just have to handle my shit and move forward you know right i'll put it this way um and, and you've went through some shit and you know like deep shit and some people like sharing it some people don't and that's not a fault yeah you know i mean that's just how people handle their own personal lives me right so like i lost i have a, a newborn now and prior to that i lost two straight fucking 34 and 35. so i'm like at the age at those times i'm like fuck, man this ain't happening yeah, for me you know going on? Yeah. and the one thing i knew was okay like i went to go talk to my employees and shit like the next day and i was like yo listen this happened and just to let you know like you still have to move forward I use that as a way to speak to people and say, no matter what happens in your life, you can't press rewind. Yeah. Like there, there's nothing I could do. Yeah. It hurts. It kills me to not have that opportunity. It was like, uh, last year, June, 
heard my because we we lost a baby, and then the next year we got pregnant again. Right, this is last year, and um, they're like, you know, you 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 know you're safe when you hear the baby's heartbeat, right? That's you know you get all sorts of opinions uh, early on in pregnancies. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, man, hopefully we get to the heartbeat this time. And then we heard the heartbeat, and I was like, Whew. like thank God. Yeah. Two days later, we lost it. Right. And so I'm like, I thought when you hear the heartbeat. Oh, we were good. You know what I mean? Now, Father's Day was that Sunday. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, or it was the next Sunday. And I'm like, man, like, fuck. And it was kind of like, it was, it was draining. Right. My dog of 15 years on that Father's Day, I had to put him down. Right? That's why I have him right here. And still, it's like, everybody's looking at me like, man, this dude's going to fucking crumble. Because that was it. Pictured right there. You see that fucking dope-ass picture I had painted for me? Beautifully. Yeah. Everywhere. He's everywhere now. It's literally everywhere. Right. It's fucking here right now. All right? Just so you guys know. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I refuse to let those things cripple me because I do have that understanding, no matter what, that I cannot press rewind. When, I can't. When something happens and it doesn't, and I'm sorry you had to go through that, but like, there's literally only two ways you can handle it. You either let it drag you or you drag it. Like yeah, right. you either let it bury you or you use it as fuel. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. Because you can't. You can, and and don't get me wrong. I, I it's I don't blame anybody for being for letting it drag them. I like how could I blame them? Yeah. Everybody handles their shit differently. Can I ask you a question about that? Absolutely. Are you spiritual, religious at all? No. No, it's not like I'm not like I believe in a higher power, mm -hmm. but I, I wouldn't say I'm religious because I will never be like somebody that dives fully into it. All like, right, like oh spiritual. God. Are you spiritual at all? Yeah, absolutely. OK, because I, I I always wonder about something like that. If you lose a child, two of them, like, does that waver your faith? Because I'm spiritual. I right. believe I but like I'm also worried that like when certain shit happens, is that going to wave my feeling towards it? I read a book uh, probably when I was like 18, 19 years old. It was, it was called God is Closer Than You Think. Okay. And the book was about, think about God is right there. Right? God is, God is in the corner of the room right now. So when you're making a decision, God is there. He's looking at you. What does he think about it? Right? And it gets way in depth. That book gets really into it. So what do I know? When, when I wake up every single morning, even when I'm sleeping, uh, God is here in my mind. That's the almighty. So I can tell myself, talk to myself, because it's who I got to talk to to talk to God, right? I don't, you could speak out loud, but you're talking to yourself. I don't. I've never met the person that spoke to God that God was actually physically in front of him. Haven't met him. I don't know if you guys have. Haven't. You know what I mean? It's not there. We have the ability to sit there and talk and pray and I, like and through faith. And I believe that that's the secret, right? That's the law of attraction. I'm saying I'm going to be okay. And I have to get up and I have to keep moving. And I can now use this story of the things that have happened to me to tell everybody, yo, I know you're going through shit. 
And I also go through shit. I am human. It might look like, like everybody looks at me and they're like, boom. Even you, when you said like, you know, how do you do it? You know, having a newborn and having a business and it's, I, I got no choice. If I stopped right now, then I didn't get to where I wanted to be. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be somebody that is going to be a shell of myself. I'm going to be somebody that more than likely I'll hurt the people around me because I'm not happy with myself. I got certain things I want to accomplish. And in that process, even I'll be hurting people along the way because maybe somebody won't get the attention they wanted or whatever the case is. But I just know that as human beings, we really don't have an option but to move forward. Sometimes we have to walk away from shit that we once considered like, this is my path. And you have to break free from that to really welcome your real path. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's painful. But that's just the way the world is. Nobody knew that we were gonna be fucking face to face with uh coronavirus and the world was gonna shut down. And you had to switch from a world of I'm doing stand up. Like, yo, that that shit has to be super fucking tough. You're doing stand up next day. Oh well, you can't do stand up. Sorry. Figure out another way. But you have to adapt. Absolutely. And that's that's what you also I have think, to adapt to pain. I think that's what changed about the world, or what it what Corona. The good thing about Corona is it showed the difference between like the boys and the men, or whatever mm. the saying is you want to put in there. It's like, can you adapt? Or are you going to shut the fuck down? Because yeah. we all know people who shut the fuck down, and we all knew people who made shit happen and right. became something over quarantine. Shit, look at Griselda. Look at the like. Look at look at anybody now who's popular and they adapted to something that no one had ever dealt with. Right. And that's the whole point of it. Can you adapt to it? So like, mm. can you take that situation and make the best of it? But sometimes it's tough. Like, did you have that mentality right after or did you have to get there? What? When, when you, happened? No. Like when you lost, when you lost, I was there. And I, again, those self-improvement books. So what I, what I was saying is don't get me wrong. I've been reading the books all along. Right. So I, I'm still, I got an audible membership and I'm buying fucking, I got, you know, I run out of the, the credits I get. I get a credit a month. You mind I, grabbing I, me one of those? Oh, thank I you. I run out of them. I have to get more. Um, and yeah, that, he knows that Griselda was making noise before the, but, but they really. Oh, 100 really 100%. 100%. At that time. But they use that and adapted. Absolutely. Better than anybody. And, and you know what it is? I think the rest of the world was able to come to grips with it because it's, we finally touched in a moment where the world had to be real again. It wasn't yeah. all. It wasn't all fucking. Let 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 like a lollipop. <laughs> you know what I mean? It had to turn. We had to turn the no world. No shit on my boy, Lil Wayne. Yeah, no, I'm, just, I'm just saying, it's, it's not like a lollipop anymore. It's like real life. Yeah. What you I know what, what I, mean? I noticed about quarantine it was a reset for a lot of people. There's a lot of people who had these things that they had been waiting to do for a very long time, and that was an opportunity to get to it. And if you didn't get to it, you realize the only person you're bullshitting was yourself. Mm. And so, like, I made this post. Uh, early quarantine days, I was like, now is the time that one outlet that doesn't have the square around it, it's just a raw outlet with two screws top bottom. Now's the time that you get that, you get that fixed. When was the last time you moved the couch and fucking swept behind the couch? When was the last time you lift a little plate in the microwave and swept under that? Like now's the time to do the shit. When's the last time you had a real fucking conversation? Had. I think that got forced I mean, on everybody's life. Nah, nah. 
Depends on the life what, you lead. Well, because what do they? What I feel they like us three are having real conversations. Absolutely. All the time, no, you know? no, but what I'm saying is like, what was the what's the saying that they said? Especially in New York, Cuomo talked about it. Was uh, what is that? When you're locked in a place with somebody, they call it some what? Um, like Stockholm syndrome. No, when they say, I was thinking, but I don't think that when they saying like like you could be you could end up hateful against a person in your house because you're like locked in stacked a house. on top of each other cabin Proximity. fever Cab- cabin something right is it cabin, cabin fever, fever yeah. okay yeah so people were forced to like do i like you or do i hate you right because i can't even leave the fucking house you, you can't face leave all, the fucking house all the things we've been leaving for you know what day. i mean so like you had to real conversation had to fucking happen period mm-hmm. Right. Some people turned to drugs, got worse into it. Some people took that as an opportunity to get themselves clean from it. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they, they, it's the world as we knew it was gone. Yeah, because there were fucking people who would be like, oh, it's a two-week lockdown. I'm going to eat all the unhealthy food I can. I'm going to watch everything on Netflix. I'm not going to leave the house. That turns <laughs> to two years, and those people's mentalities didn't shift. This, this dude, Ness, I don't know if you know who Ness is. Nah. Okay, well, you need to know who Ness is. Ness is a, uh, I would say Ness is a very fucking, like, people might not know him, but he is very, he's from, he's from New York, I believe. I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to get it wrong. I don't, I don't want to get it wrong. I know what part, because he always used to say it, but um, he is an important piece to hip hop in Buffalo, New York. He really is. Uh, right. he's, he was super close to Conway. Super, super close. I don't, I don't know what their relationship is like at this time, but he, he knows about all this shit. And he says, "Not me. I got closer to Claire." <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did during his uh, quarantine strikes. You know what I mean? But um, how much money damn, for you to fuck Claire? <laughs> oh, Ness will do it for free. <laughs> Ness probably got a couple tracks about Claire. Am I right? Ness, Ness definitely has some tracks about Claire. Shout out to Ness. Um, <laughs> well, we were talking about such good shit. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, we are talking about good shit. What a way to start. By the way, fucking ladies and gentlemen. You got my nigga Sam Buck in the building. All right, Bucked Up Podcast. In the fucking I see building. him doing so many motherfucking podcasts. Like, usually he beats us to it. He gets all the fucking hell <laughs> fucking podcasts. Um. But I respect it. I respect this dude's hustle. So for a while, I was trying Got to get him to. on here. But again, it's it's been tough to fucking make it happen. And that's what happens when people are on the fucking move. Because one thing for sure is we didn't stop. You right. know what I mean? Like everybody else had an opportunity to stop. And we didn't stop. So fucking I appreciate you for coming through, by the way. No, I appreciate you. We didn't you really get to me. do a real intro. It doesn't matter. So I like who the, the fuck is Sam Buck? <laughs> who the like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, no, who the fuck is this? So I'm a comedian know. and podcaster. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I'm so fucking like I don't know. I'm so bad at Did selling struggle myself. Struggle get you into comedy because I've I know no, I've I know by speaking comedy. with people that told that that told me about their struggle. Oh, you! I thought you meant to, struggle, Mike. You mean struggle? No, no, no. So like yeah. I, I I I know speaking with the people real struggle. <laughs> day to day that their problems led them to just kind of like laugh it off a lot and became mm. kind of funny in, in most situations just to kind of escape that 100% I uh and it's also fu- it's like I had so much like crazy shit go on when I was a kid and I was going to these proper schools that my family would be like you better not if you tell anyone what's going on at the house like 
you're fucked. You know yeah, what I mean? So then I'd be like, I just wouldn't talk to people. I'd be closed off and quiet. Like, and so I think well, also comedy is like, I can just go up there and say whatever the fuck I want. And people are going to listen to me. And like, I liked being funny. I like getting the laughs like that, but I just like, it's freeing. It's freeing. Mm. Like, I love it. Like, it's like my journal. Like, it's like, and it's a, I don't know. I'm super. Journal. Yeah. How uh, much honesty is in your A hundred percent. I hate when people <laughs> lie on stage. I hate when people make up stories. Everything I say is true. And I love that for, con like, I don't know how That's to describe, like, I, I fucking God told me I was a comedian. I don't know how else like to describe it. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, going to ask you, where do you usually draw your, your material where do you draw from to to put that together how do you how's that creative process look like i used to sit down and write like sit and i should probably do that but i just like stuff comes to me it's uh -huh. you know who mariella angela is the artist she did the tana talk three and four covers oh uh, yeah she i know did, who she is yeah she's there. done a lot of shit she uh -huh. did like um a lot of shit for west she did the hot she just does Davies. a bunch of she does the paintings like yeah the exactly and i was talking to her when i interviewed her she was like the crazy thing is is i don't know how to paint i just like do it <laughs> just go and that's how i feel like when you're talking about like earlier you were saying that your mind just works for certain things like business making money shit like mm -hmm. that like, I don't even know how I am where I am. I don't know how I do what I do. Like, I don't, I just kind of do it and it's weird to me. Mm -hmm. That's why it's weird to me when people come up to and say they like it. Cause it's like, you like that? I feel like That's I'm on that. a path that I'm not even in control of. Fire. So are I you, feel, so this is something, go ahead. I was going to say, so with that being said, do you believe in a higher power? Are you spiritual and or religious? Yeah, this is so i always believed in omens the alchemist like shit okay. comes the universe shows you things like the universe showed me things my whole life that have pointed to where i am today and even like last week i had shit that on my 10th birthday affected positively <laughs> finally made sense crazy shit like yeah. there's this uh you know who jim gaffigan is yes the comedian jim gaffigan oh yeah he's like a pretty famous comedian yeah. and my parents took me to see him on my 10th birthday wow where now, was that at on cape cod how'd they, how'd they finesse that one it's crazy <laughs> and he wrote to sam my best friend on a cd oh, and signed sick. it to me like that's crazy on a cd so you like fast CDs. forward to when i'm 16 17 and i get in a really bad hockey accident and i have to lay in a dark room for a month to take medical leave from school i couldn't listen to music i couldn't go outside all i could do was listen to people talk all i did was wow. listen to stand up and podcasts fire like <laughs> not crazy fire, but fire. crazy <laughs> shit so that's how i found your that's the shit and then that then fast forwards to when i'm in college a freshman in college one of the main podcasts i listened to was todd glass and okay. so i saw todd glass was coming to open for jim gaffigan in boston Wow. I was like, I'm just going to send him an email. Tickets are $150. I'm a college student. I can't afford that. I'm just going to email him and see if he's doing any other shows. Mm. So I send him an email and he goes, you know what? Show up to the show. Got you. I thought he was just going to get me a seat in the back, whatever. And he has me sitting on the stage Fuck yeah. and oh, hangs shit. with me. This Fuck is like yeah. one of my favorite comedians. <laughs> Fast Jim Gaffigan, the connection right there. Yeah. Fast forward to last month while I'm in LA, he invites me to sit in on his podcast. Sick. 
at his home like he's invited him and now he's coming on my podcast and it's like that shit all yeah, pays off for my 10th right. birthday like wow. i i definitely <laughs> i definitely am spiritual but that's why i got really like upset when i hear that shit is like does that waver when shit bad happens does it waver because like i am spiritual and you were talking mm-hmm. about like you've never met someone who like had god sit down in front of them yeah because they didn't. What what a way to come back, by the way. Jesus well, Christ. When I was at the beginning of quarantine, that same girl that told me about Griselda, she did some good shit. She broke up okay. with me February 29th. It was a leap year. Shut down was March 13th. <laughs> yeah. She broke up with me. She goes, shit. you drink too much. The people you hang out with suck. And you haven't dealt with your trauma. She, oh, wow. Those three things she hey, told me. Sometimes that's the necessary And I was evil. like, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> whatever. And then I did DMT. Yeah. Hello. I did DMT. <laughs> Where's Landon? This is at? where I've been waiting to get to. And this is where God sat down in front of me. When I did DMT, Buddha sat in front of me like I am to you. And I know I sound like a crazy person. No, you can. Buddha sat down in front of me and said, You know what you need to do in life. And if you don't do it now, then it's never going to happen. Oh. Shout out DMT. I knew Landon was coming. <laughs> I knew Landon was coming. And I the conversation did. I after that dmt trip and if you're not spiritual at all i say it's like a near-death experience if you don't want right. to believe I'll just imagine i went it's like a near-death experience you don't experience. want to believe yeah. hang out with sam and then but some, buddha and then told me like and fucking... i'm my podcast is successful now i never had anything go right for me like that like mm. and that was from shout a fucking buddha telling me to in a dmt trip <laughs> and me having to in that moment he he made me realize that I had to deal with those three things. I see. And it, that's why, like, I do believe in God because he changed my life in that moment. Salute. Shout out right. to DMT. Now, let me explain something Salute. about DMT. Because a lot of people, I did it. You see that? I touched the fucking table. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know why I touched the table, but I touched it. Landon, can I get some air time? I got a question for you when you're done. <laughs> I love that Landon's over here clicking buttons. Landon's on DMT Sick. right now, goddammit. Yeah, Landon's right. on his via nah, Wi-Fi so, for y'all so, tuning so in, So check it way. out. He's not in the room. People that have done DMT, people that have do people that do micro uh shrooms, mm-hmm. they they very much encourage others to do it. I wouldn't encourage anyone to do yeah. this shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like experience is, it but, changed my like which is a good thing though it changed my whole mentality like i believe i met god do you know how crazy i sound right. like you know but, what but i here mean? Was what i was saying like, i don't know anybody that physically had them in front of them but in that moment in that space that you were in he was there but he actually wasn't physically in front no of no no if i was in the you, room with you and you were tripping i'd be like this motherfucker is tripping so what He's happened talking, you know what i mean like do you know about it so it's DMT, the thing yeah. that your brain that your third eye produces Already when you're produces. born and when you die yeah that's the thing so when you do it you leave your body my friend was with me didn't do it he said it looks like a tv turning off you're just <laughs> and you shoot up you go to that place where yeah. you you go to that place you are when you're born and when you die. I believe you have Threshold. an amazing dream. It's oh, a dream. Okay, it's a yeah. dream. And that's why I know that I sound crazy. And the but more I think it's, about but it's it, not. right. But the more I think about it, it's a hallucination, a hallucination. Right. And it's a near how I reacted to it about changing my ways, changing my life is how people who went through near death experiences act. Let me announce this now. All right. Here goes how we're going to do this, because we've 
Okay, he has I'm, I'm DMT sorry, right I'm, now. He's going to no, do it on the I'm, podcast. I'm sorry, to, I'm, sorry to, I'm sorry to cut this off at this moment. We're going to get right back to it, but we're going to make this one announcement. I like the hip-hop this guy knows. He's okay. really good at knowing yeah, hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to play you a few songs today, and you are going to pick a song that is going to be the theme song to our podcast. Oh, shit. That's oh, an shit. honor. Yeah. You're gonna you're picking the theme song to our podcast. Should we That's crazy. tell them to tune in? Do they know they I put it on the fucking uh on the uh I saw the IG that. feed, so because oh. you've had that competition going. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah, that yeah, I had right. a baby, so it kind of fucked things up a little bit. But let me say this. Everybody's brain works differently. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that. I believe that there is no telling. That if you're looking at the wall right now, if everybody told you that this is white, but what you see is actually yellow, you're always going to think it's white because your whole life you've been told this is white. You might see yellow. I might see white. You get what I'm saying? Are you following yeah. me? Mm -hmm. Our brains work differently. Everybody's brain works differently. Mm -hmm. So people tell me, you know, if you, t if you did this or if you did that, You'd be able to see this. I believe I've always saw that way. We were talking about this before. Exactly. I felt like I was lost, even when that chick said that shit to me. And those are the three <laughs> things I needed to change. I was uh, like, fuck that. I'm going to go drink more. I'm going to go yeah, hang yeah, out yeah. with those yep, people yep, yep. more. I had to have something <laughs> like a near-death experience. Whatever. What uh, I had to have something do. to like be like, nah, if you don't do it now, then it'll never happen. I'm clear in certain ways. I'm unclear in others. Okay. Mm. Right? And I, if you ever read, a, if you ever heard about Dianetics or Ron L. Hubbard. Yeah. You ever hear of course, about him? Of course. He, he talked about the clear, getting to the clear. I read that book. I fucking ripped it up and threw it out. The shit fucked me up. <laughs> um, Isn't that the dude who created Scientology? Yeah. It's yeah. fucking nuts. Uh, so I believe, Are you a Scientologist? <laughs> no. So I, but I, but I do believe Not I'm clear. Yet. I do believe I'm clear in certain areas. I could say that like, I know people. I can really see them. And I know to, to most people, I sound crazy as if I took DMT. Mm -hmm. I could look at somebody and I could fucking talk to them for 10 minutes and I could imitate them. I could tell how they're going to behave about certain things. I can't tell you how many of like uh, my... I read Dianetics, by the way, Landon, for a, for a little bit in uh, like a few chapters. And I was like, this is a crazy fucking book. But there were certain things that was inside of that book to, that that tells you like the way a person's talking and to okay. identify with them really quickly and then know the next thing they were going to say or the next the next thought they they were having right and it's literally was happening all the time like it would there was no excitement about meeting people while i was reading that book because it's like i already know what this motherfucker's gonna say and it, it really was happening so like it, I I, did, I got a little bit into it and I fucking ripped up the book and I'm like this is the fucking worst book ever. It's fucking <laughs> it's a fucking mind fuck. You know what I mean? But it it also led me deeper into other self improvement and understanding people and how they operate. But I feel like I know people. I really do. I feel like if I sit in a room and talk to somebody and they really explain to me what they're going through, I'm pretty fucking good at telling them how to get out of that hole they're in. And, and I could explain it to them in a way that they understand, and I could explain it to the next person in a way that they understand. I know how to separate it, to say, like, this person's not going to hear me if I say this, but this, this person will. And so when I'm talking to a room, 
of like 10, 15 people, right? I know that I might have to talk for an hour and a half because not everybody's going to catch me, but I'm going to look directly into them and I know when they, when they, they lock in. I know when I got them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that's my weird trait, my weird characteristic, right, is knowing people. I feel like, I don't know, maybe somebody slipped me DMT earlier in my life, and that's where I got stuck in, in that thought process in that time. But I'm clear about that. I'm clear about my path. A lot of people look at me. Landon, uh, Landon is one of them. Landon, will, me and Landon will have a lot of conversations, and, and Landon's told me, like, bro, like, uh, you motivate me, and I appreciate you because of certain things, the conversations that we've had. And I've heard that. I've heard that a lot of times from people and, I, and and it never never does it get less motivational to me to know that I could do that for somebody. It motivates yeah. propel them forward. Say like That's I, so, I look go ahead. No, I, it's just no, I, what were you saying? What were you I, saying? I, it's it's motivational for me because I for whatever reason I genuinely give a fuck about people. And I, a lot of people look at me and be like, oh, this dude's an asshole, da da da, da. Yeah. But I genuinely give a fuck about people. I'm, I'm the type of person that if somebody fucks up with me, I usually give them another chance. Mm. I don't really care. Most of my good friends I fought with before. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. It, the like the four agreements. You don't, number three, you don't take anything personally. Like, that's a real thing I had to think about is like when people react a certain way, it's because of what they're going through and the shit they dealt with. Like, you can't take it per Like, I'm big on second chances. Yeah. You know so, why I like uh, the people I fight? Because they stand on their shit. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't, I don't like people that, like, fold easily. <laughs> so, like, I, like, I, I want to have a conversation with somebody and they stand so hard on their shit that we end up getting in a fight about it. They stand on their belief. Before the fight, after the fight, they are to believe. And I'm like, I like this guy. You know what I mean? Like, if we, like... We understand that you're going to be honest with me and I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if we have to throw punches with each other, <laughs> it's just going to happen. So let me ask you guys, one being of religious or spiritual belief, one not, right? Are you in religious? Spiritual? I'm not. I'm spiritual. spiritual, spiritual fuck, me, I'm not, not I religious. We're, I think we're in the yeah, same. Yeah. You said you're spiritual, not religious? Yeah. Okay. So how do you let that affect your decision making when it comes to life decisions? When it comes to the, the, the way you navigate this, this life, do you do it based off of what's being signaled from the higher power your higher power okay or where, where, where does your main decision making come from within if you're religious and if you're not real if you're spiritual and if you're not spiritual it all comes down to the same thing you are god god's in you if you're not even if you're not you are the decision maker say that again so like no matter what if you're let me explain at the end of the day, you are the person in charge of your choices, even if you're Absolutely. spiritual or not. Like, I'm spiritual, and I believe that, like, my belief pushes me towards the decisions I'm supposed to make. Absolutely. But even if I wasn't spiritual, if you just take that away, you go, I am in charge of the decisions I am supposed to make. So, but being under the assumption that you're in control of the, the decisions that you make, which means you're in control of your future, your path, your destiny. So do you, is it already predetermined? Has it already been written? Or is it solely within your decision-making? I don't know why the fuck I like rap music. I think that's uh -huh. funny. Like, when you asked me, like, you really, I was like, yeah, four years old, I knew every word to The Predator by Ice Cube. <laughs> I, my dad, my dad played me everything. 
every type of music I listen to, but rap was the one I was connected to. And now you look at like what I do now and I didn't pick that. So that's like so the is that, destiny. Is that a higher being choosing your destiny or did you choose music over the course of? I think it was a higher path. I think omens show you the path and some you listen to and some you don't. I believe we have every. I, be, I believe that when we come up through the world, shout out Ness, I appreciate that. I believe that when we're coming up in the world, we develop tastes. I mean, the first time I fucking sipped a beer, it was disgusting. You know, I spit it out, <laughs> took it out of the. My dad was a drinker, heavy drinker. Uh -huh. I took a sip, poof, like I thought it was cool as fuck at first. Ah, I got a beer, fucking gross. But then I ended up liking beer. I don't like it anymore. I like liquor. It's fucking amazing. Um. <laughs> Nah, so I believe everything is an acquired taste, right? Mm. Certain things that are happening in our lives that is an acquired taste. Um, I believe that we are, and you one of the one of the worst. I'm, I'm scattering my thoughts here for a reason. By the way, I'm not a wonderland. I ain't high at all. I'm fucking sober as a bitch, <laughs> except for this douce. One of the worst things that people could say to me is, "I'm exactly where God wants me to be." Why? Why is that? Because you're exactly where you wanted, wanted you to be. Okay. Because again, God didn't put you here. God didn't put you here. Don't get me, God put us on this earth. But now we have every day, we have a right to make decisions, right? We're driving in our car. Mm -hmm. You decide to go slam in a car. There's a lot of people fucking make bad decisions or good decisions. You decide, I'm gonna drive like this, I'm gonna fucking crash a car. If your dumb ass says, when you have a broken neck and you're in the hospital, God put me here. Shut the fuck up. No, he didn't. You put you there. You decided to fucking drive like that. And I'm a crazy ass driver. Mm -hmm. If I ever got into that fucking situation, guess who put themselves there? I did. Mm -hmm. Right? I did. So you because don't, you I don't decided, think anything happens for a reason? I believe things do happen for a reason, but I won't go as far as like thinking that the reason I am in the place I'm I'm in is because of God. I think mm, we have the, we, we, we make our fucking decisions, right? God might choose us to keep us alive. Also, everyone has a different, different definition of God. Yeah, and that's, that's a exactly, real thing. A higher power. So like what yeah, I like yeah. to think about and is like, there's two voices in everyone's head. Okay. The one that gives you good decisions yeah. and the one that gives you bad decisions. Okay. And the more you listen to the good voice, the closer you are to God. How do you know? Absolutely. I, I could say you do, do you know, know. You do You're know. God. You do Your know the right decisions to make. You really do. Because when you fuck up, that's where anxiety comes in. You know when you're doing the wrong thing. I do thing. agree with that. I like you the way know, you put that. You know. So like someone asked me, what's the best piece of advice I've ever gotten? And it came to me in that DMT trip. It's, you know, exactly what you're supposed to do. And if you say you don't, you're a fucking idiot. Exactly. I you do you. know what it's you're supposed trip. to do, but how loud resistance is in your ears mm -hmm. is how far away you are from God. From God. It really is because it, and it, it depends on how you look at God. Right. Right. Like, again, God is closer than you think. And so God is here. He's here. And so when I wake up every morning and I make decisions, it's like, I know which ones, you know which ones, are going to land you into some hot water and you know which ones are going to get you like in a little clear path. Now, most of the times, the clear path, her in a car, call William Attire. 444-4444. By the way, just because they said it. Uh, clear path. You know when you, you know, the clear path usually is boring. Okay. I was driving with you earlier. 
I was driving with you the other day, but you weren't in the car. I wasn't going to clear path. I know that that path is dangerous. Okay. But was that not the right path? It was the wrong one. Even though everything went as planned? It was the wrong one. Better. Did it go as planned? Yeah. My brakes are fucked because of whatever I did. You needed brakes. I needed them, that. but not like that. You know what I mean? And, now, and Tony listen, my brakes, my brakes on that car. You know how much the motherfuckers cause? <laughs> the brakes on that? I can't even imagine. Just give me a number. Uh, how much are the brakes on that? Give shit? me the number. You got to give me the number. Fucking comedian, be funny. I mean, I mean, be serious. Be funny. How be fun? <laughs> What's the funniest number you no, can no, think no, of? But, but what do you Forty-three thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, like, no, no. What like? It's f- three for the front, three for the back. Like it's it's, it's ninety-five hundred for those fucking brakes. God damn. Yeah. So like miserable <laughs> fucking time. So it didn't go right because I didn't need it to happen right there. You needed those regardless. Yeah, but not now. You know I mean, what I mean? I definitely did some shit before. When you guys took off, I was mad. I was like, the, the reason why the reason they got why in front of me, that, right? The reason why I'm saying that is because the path isn't always so clear. Like, yes, I know what I should do. I could have killed. I know myself. what I have to do, but that doesn't always could mean... I or could I have not killed myself if somebody made the wrong move? Absolutely, okay. but it didn't, that's but so it didn't I made happen. the wrong move. I, I made the interesting move and the fun move, but it was not. The smart one. It was the but more. It was the more right or wrong. It was the wrong one. Yeah, but you ha- see. But everything. Went no well. one's. All, it's not all black and white. It's not yeah, all absolutely. good. You like to fucking. I like to test the limits. I like right. to do crazy shit. Like. So is that if not, you that drive wild? That might be bad. Maybe you won't die if you get in an accident. But you are doing something that you find fun. You know how to drive. It's not like nah, your first time shit. driving. That, I, That's the car me. you I'm know how to do. For that as well. Whatever. All right. Now, place your newborn child exactly. and your girl in the car, and you're driving or the same way. Or just place them in the picture in general. You're, but if you, they're in the car and you're driving like that, you're then a scumbag. you're a scumbag. But like, you can drive. You can't but, be but, so But wild. also like, knowing that they're home. And still driving like that is not the smart decision. It is fun. Mm-hmm. It is. Right. And I will do it tomorrow. Um, but I'm just saying, no, I won't. I'm lying. But you also have a, a new Mercedes. It's safe. It's a safe car. It is a safe car. I like that. It's I a like safe that. Car. I it's like the real, way this guy a, speaks. Okay. Her in a car, now call say, William Attire. Now you know say I mean? you have your newborn baby and you out go right now, tomorrow. Yeah. You go and buy a motorcycle. Yeah. And you drive that motorcycle wild. Right. You are gonna like wrong choice. That's the <laughs> wrong you just like you bought it. Listen, Did you have this I, car before I, the kid? Also, Did you drive that car before the kid like the yeah. Key? yeah, so it's not like it you is started- also the wrong choice for me to drive like that. I am not gonna <laughs> sit there and not admit that it is next not time a I come to Miami, to you're gonna it have is, a it is, it is, minivan and a fanny pack. No, I'm gonna have that car. <laughs> I'm gonna have that car, but I'm not about to sit here and and this is what I say. I've the DMT is in me because I'm clear about this <laughs> shit. All right. Period. Uh, I'm very clear about this. There is no mistaking it. The way I drove yesterday, we could sit here and be like, was it right? Was it wrong? It was wrong. There's no, there's no other okay, way. Okay, but it. that's the same thing as you worked out today. No. I had some let pasta. Me, let me finish this thought, God damn it. All right? It, it's not. It's not the same thing. And here goes why it's not the same thing. At the end of the day, 
I decided to take a high risk situation for something I really didn't need to for. For what? What did I do it for? Because I needed to get to the airport. What was the what was the the win? Oh, I wanted to be seven minutes early. What was the win? Now, if the win, if there was, if 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 there was, we were looking at it, and you're like, there was a million dollars, and that's what you raced for. Okay, then the, then the, <laughs> you had like, to get Tony to the then, airport. Yeah, then it's, yeah. Yeah. But then it's like, oh my God, you made it happen, uh-huh. right? But at the end of the day, is it smart for me to be doing that? Is it the right thing to do? Could you really say that it's the right thing to do? And mean it? No. Exactly. And that is that is the difference. So what I'm saying is that when you look at paths, usually the safe one, the one that you know is to the good, towards the higher power, most of those decisions are pretty boring. Right. And we're men. So we tend to take the fucking more difficult path. My my point was you said you know what the right path is and what the isn't. And that's what I'm saying. But you regardless, know regardless if you know which is By the way, right I'm path. This bottle if anybody wants to fucking regardless if you call know which Uber, is Uber Duce's oh, me, I'll pay. <laughs> they put the Duce in the back seat and put a fucking seatbelt on it. What I'm saying is regardless if you made the right choice or not, you still made the wrong decision knowing it was the wrong choice. Yeah. And that's what we do by nature. You were saying we know what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. And if you choose not to do what's right, you're that much further from God. That's not always the case. Sometimes we make the wrong decision. It's not necessarily a yeah. void of having Absolutely. God involved. Absolutely. What you're saying is right there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just we, saying. We take risks. And a lot of times sometimes, there's reward on the other side. Exactly. And it sometimes always there's work nothing out. effective. Right. And in my case, and it, it, it in my case, right I like to roll the dice. Yeah. I like that's why humans get so addicted to gambling. Everything mm-hmm. you do in your life is a gamble. And how good are you at gambling? How good are you at making the right I hate decision? People that think they're great at right. gambling, though. <laughs> are you? But I see. I don't gamble, but I'm. I think I'm a good gambler at life. I think I make mm. more right decisions than wrong decisions. I don't feel like I always was that way. But I feel like now it's like, all right, I'm going to make the right decision. I and I also believe, fuck, like maybe God d- doesn't make any decisions for you, but I just need something that'll continue my determination and passion. I just need something to look into that'll make it so I don't stop. Because you see so many people who are just depressed and lazy. Right. And if they had something that they believed in, they wouldn't be so depressed and lazy. Right. And maybe I'm just one of those person that needs something to believe in, so I'm not depressed and lazy. And unfortunately, and fortunately for some people, that's what religion is. It's instructions. It's rules and guidelines. Take with what you will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is the information based off of what we've seen in the past. Patterns. How you choose to navigate is completely up to you. Like, but this is like rule. These are so laws. I got locked in the church for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a while after I separated from my ex that I was dating for like five or six years. Oh, you mean like as an adult? Yeah, I was thirty-two, I think, and I was like, I need, I need to find an answer. And then one day I fucking drove my ass to church, and in church they were talking about infidelity, which is my battle at the time. I couldn't stay faithful, and um. So happens that I walk in the church and their fucking entire topic <laughs> oh, is about man. infidelity. Now, he's talking to me. <laughs> way to fuck me up. 
You know what I mean? Oh, now I'm shit. thinking like 10%. <laughs> what do you need? Yeah. My guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what do you need? I got 20 this 10, week. 10,000 fucking this week. Yesterday I made it fucking 10%. Here you go. Take your time. You know what I mean? So I'm sitting there like, oof, they got me. And they're talking about some yeah. shit so deep and they're like, you know what I mean? You do, you, you, you gotta, you gotta come face to face with it. You have to. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to come face to face with that. That is tough. Like, you want me to tell her? In front of the church. You know what I mean? And, I, and, I, and all of a sudden, I feel like the light's on me. Right? Like, I'm, I swear to God, I'm in this room. And when I tell you it felt like people were looking at me, Oof. the pastor was looking towards me. There's somebody <laughs> in this room right now. But he was here. And I'm like, other oh, people are in this room, bro. You know what I mean? Like, my head... I'm like, if anybody wants to speak yeah, up, like I wasn't like, high, oh. but I felt extremely high. I felt like I just had an edible. Shit. And I'm like, oh man, this dude's looking directly at me. <laughs> Is she in here? Uh, Not me, baby. Wasn't me. Right. You know what I mean? But I felt it. And I got locked into that. And I, I started like fully fucking diving into this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. I forgot why I'm here. I'm so in the ch- I'm in church right now. So somebody take me out of church. Why why did we talk about this? Um uh, about moral, Are you moral- high? <laughs> <laughs> what do we say? What do we say? What do we say? About having a moral compass, about having those guidelines, rules and guidelines. Rules yeah, yeah, yeah. So so okay, yep, yeah, good, perfect. That's that's what I wanted to touch on. Thank you. Because <laughs> I was in church. I I really was in there right now. I felt nervous right now. I was like, damn, he's looking at me again. Um the one thing I really truly realized about, because I got I dove into it so hard for a couple weeks. I got baptized, born again, you know, all oh, that wow. cool shit. And um I really was killing it. Like mm-hmm. I did come home and I did tell my girl at the time that I was unfaithful plenty of times. Wow. And split up with her, changed my direction in life. Met another girl. Um, terrible relationship, by the way, that one. Uh, but I, I, I went through a new path, and I was trying to figure out, and I think I dove a little bit too far into it. Uh, um, almost like, God put me here. This is why I'm here. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. I got into it. And I, I speak from experience on a lot of the shit I talk about. But the one thing I, I, I was thinking was, you know what? Most of the morals are correct. A lot of conflicting stories, but most of the morals are correct. The things that there are in religion is saying, do the right thing. For the most part, it's really just saying, do the right thing. For the most part. And that is what those people hold on to. But as but those I'm, people suck in it. the most. <laughs> like, as I'm in it, yes. Church sucked the most. Absolutely. Like, uh, so while I'm in it, I'm noticing like the people, the behavior, the people I'm now, because because of the power of the universe, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of gravitated towards the people. Not all of them are bad. And I do believe in certain parts of religion. But it's like a lot of the people well, what motherfucker wakes up early on a sunday and is a good person <laughs> <laughs> this is That's why we have this, this, is, this is why he's a comedian i didn't go if you don't to the sleep in ones. on a sunday the, then yeah I, yeah I, I didn't wake up in the uh er, er, in the morning i went to the later sessions <laughs> it was hard i tried to get to a couple of the early ones i did when i have to get baptized but there's a lot of cold water in there and stuff 
But um, um anyways. So, so one thing about it, I was raised Catholic. Okay. I was raised in a Catholic family, which is church on Wednesdays, church on Sundays. You might even get a church on Tuesday or Thursday. You might go to a CCD class and do like an extra training or you know history lesson or whatever the case might be. So I grew up pretty religious. And then uh, when I moved to Broward from Miami, uh, after my parents split up, I moved to a Jewish neighborhood. And it was a complete culture shock. Didn't know anything about the culture. Didn't know anything about the Sabbath or Shabbat or any of the holidays, Passover, anything like that. Complete culture shock. So I was like, hmm, I'm interested. How do you, how do you guys see this? How do you guys see the, the story? And how do you guys read and interpret the Bible and things like that, having read the Bible? And uh, I met a good friend of mine still to this day, my boy Steve Grant, also a rapper, very intelligent dude. Uh, but he sh- shared with me. He's like, one day he asked me, he's like, so let me ask you, you're Catholic, right? I said, yeah. He's like, why are you Catholic? I was like, well, he's like, because you were raised Catholic. I was like, well, yeah, I didn't really have a choice. He's like, exactly. So how do you know in your adult life that you want to continue to be Catholic if you don't explore and educate yourself on other religions and other belief systems and other ways of thinking? And I was like, that's a great point. So not to say he turned me into an atheist, but he had me questioning, well, why am I Catholic? Do I agree with being Catholic? Am I Christian? Am I Baptist? Do I want to be Jewish? Do I want to be Muslim? Mind you, I have Jewish, Muslim. Catholic, Christian, Baptist friends. And so it was just an awakening moment. I was like, hmm, do I align with these systems and these and these beliefs? What can I take from this? And then what can I take from Buddhism? And then what can I take from Judaism? What else can I take from all these different belief systems that really feel right with me? And I use that as my moral compass. But it took me a while to, to realize, okay, Catholic isn't the only way. Catholicism isn't yeah. the only. Religion should be the like the all-star team. It shouldn't just be like <laughs> for the Yankees. Like, like <laughs> right. you should have the best of all the teams, not just. I like, like that. Well, you, well, you, so I like that. <laughs> Religion should be like the best of all. You know, I, I agree with that. Well, that's the thing. What did you use? use? Women shouldn't drive. That's <laughs> I agree. Again, I'll tell this story. I'll tell this story it's live on air. I'll tell religion. this story live on air really quickly. I went to Target. I got a new baby. And I was like, I'm going to fucking grab all this stuff and I'm going to grab car seat for my girl. Because I got a cool ass car seat. Fucking three in one. Gotcha. Shit fucking. And it fucking drops into a fucking stroller. It has flames on the side. You know what I mean? I brought this shit to the hospital. And they were like, oh, we need a car seat. And I had a stroller and I clicked the button and they were like, oh my God, it's car seat. Wow. It's yeah, cool. Right. How does it do that? You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, you, guys, you. you guys have babies all the time in here. Yeah, you ain't seen this see motherfucking this dunda. You know what I mean? It's not a dunda, it's a dunda. You know what I mean? So they seen this shit and I was like, boom, badass. So I'm in Target. I got a badass fucking stroller in my uh-huh. car, car seat. Boom, car, stroller, car seat, three in one. Boom. Whatever the fuck is the three, I don't know. I uh, just know the two of them. But anyway, so so I have this shit in the car and I'm at Target and buying cool shit for the baby. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy a fucking car seat for my girl. Like so she can ride in the back too? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. He's a comedian. I forget. So I, I, I get one because I'm like, you know. It wasn't ready. It wasn't ready. <laughs> she needs to drive the baby places too. I kept walking. And I'm like, I don't really trust women driving. <laughs> <laughs> if anywhere she goes with the baby, 
I will be in the car. Oh my you know god! <laughs> so instead of buying so the buy car, car seat, so instead of buying the car seat for her, you bought a car for the baby. <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. He's yeah, driving her wheels. around. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a boy. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. he can drive. I'm driving us to babies, all right. So that'll get me in trouble. Uh, by the way, so she's just angry watching the yeah, live yeah, in the other right room. There right on the other side of the door, waiting to bust open. <laughs> she's just fucking the shining. There's a fucking axe in the car. Call William Matar. You know what I mean? So. You asked us, what is your belief? Um, man, that, that's that's a multi-layer question. What do it you mean? Is, of course it's multi-layered. You're talking about religion, God. Like, am I religious versus spiritual? I'll put it this way. Let me ask this question to you. Uh-huh. Answer it, and I'll figure it out. Okay. This is why I say I'm good with people. <laughs> do you believe that Jesus died and <laughs> came back to life? No, came okay. back to life. No, I think uh, I think the Bible is full of myths, and it's uh, it's stories to tell a greater message. So they use a depiction, the giant. Yeah, bro. If Harry Potter was written in kid. zero A.D., that's what they would have followed. Like it was just the <laughs> right, only right. great novel that came like, out at that. But like, time. if you broke, like when you break down English and get like the true Latin term, you, you'll be surprised what a lot of these words really mean. You're like, oh, well, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah, and it was shit. rewritten so people in England could fucking get divorced and but not like, go to hell so, like. but like even even, <laughs> even harry potter for example if you broke down harry potter to its basic elements what the message what the whole moment means you could say it's the story of jesus the story of god it's the second coming it's the one who did it when the other one couldn't who provide who pers- persevered and you know made it through the strife made it through the struggle and this is the story and these are his buddies that came along with him you can go look at fucking dragon tales you can look at a spider-man comic book you can go look at the avengers it's the about, hero's journey it's about yeah. overcoming strife when i was younger i used to say this one thing i said if the world burned over and the only thing we had left was a few humans and tupac's rhyme book they would think he was god Shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? They would use his. Yeah, Jesus uh, was just the first celebrity. Oof. Mm. He first was. influencer. <laughs> first influencer. Yeah. Yeah. How much would a Jesus made on OnlyFans? That's what I. Oh <laughs> my God! This, you know, Jesus Christ! You know, no pun intended. How many followers did he have? You know how sexy he looked up here. on that cross. Jesus was like Kylie Jenner. <laughs> They're still being added. Yeah, he's like Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of followers think about pay ten dollars to see me take this cloth off while I'm up on the cross. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't think you need that money. I'm but... getting nervous. <laughs> Wait, time out <laughs> to, to answer your question. No, I don't think Jesus died and came back to life. Okay, yeah, I, I don't think that's uh, that's possible. Um, the, I wonder how many is... people out there, how many, how many of you that are watching right now think that Jesus died? Avion, so cool, believe came it. back to life. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I'm just kidding, absolutely. Wait, maybe he does. The, the truth of it I don't think is, so. I don't know. The truth of it I, is, I really don't know. I I, I say that a lot. Mm-hmm. He said no. He said no more religious talk, my niggas. God just talked me and told me to cut the shit. <laughs> Where retweet that, Landon? Are you serious? So I brought a girl on that. a first date to a, to a strip club with Nems. Okay, okay. You know the Nems God is, right? talk. Nems, the the rapper. Yeah. Bing yeah, bong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. So did know, you really? Yeah, yeah, I really go? did. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> Why did it go a... great? Because you got a lap dance? No. Oh That's my god, I've had no good experiences at strip clubs. Really? Yeah. You haven't been with the right people. That's true. Or I'm camera. Neither have I. Or to celebrate the right reasons. <laughs> 
listen, don't go to a I strip didn't club. know it was the stri- strip club. I thought we were just going to a club with Nems, and then it turned out to be a strip club. For the first and date. I thought the girl would be like cool with it. Like she had blown me in a Wendy's be- parking oh, lot before. Man. Like I <laughs> thought, I thought she'd be cool girl. with it, but girl. she she did not like the strip club with Nems. But she like we go Wendy's? back to Wendy's. Yeah, this guy's like go back yeah, to yeah, the yeah. God talk. Yeah, 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 no. If you believe in God, you also have to believe in the devil, and that is, that he is coming for those sins. Whatever. <laughs> you know what? You know what I believe. I won't go that far. You know what I believe. Uh. I'm not afraid of the devil, and I neither and neither okay. was I when I was. I'd younger. Will Smith. The I was shit always afraid. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I was always afraid to die, and okay. I was afraid of what it would be like. Am I actually stuck in the casket forever with my thoughts? Mm. I used to cry about that as a young kid, and so I feared death early on, right? But the devil, I feel like the devil's a bitch. <laughs> You know what I mean? I really do. I feel like the devil's uh, like I fucking. So. I feel like the devil's like six nine. Just a fucking shit talking troll that I'll slap the fuck out of. It. Shut the fuck up. I'm going back to the good route. You know there, what I mean? There's like, this stupid ass show on Netflix called Grace and Frankie, and not that you guys would ever watch it, yeah, but no, they no. described heaven and hell in that show as the memory you leave behind. How so? And that shit. He's so like. If people talk well about you okay. after you die, then you are in it's heaven. heaven. Yeah. Okay. But like, if people are like, he was an asshole, <laughs> like, fuck him. I'm like, ha- like you're in hell. You're I feel in, like you're like heaven and hell is the memory you leave behind. Like, how do people talk about you? How do people remember you? Is it good or bad? I got a doper thought about heaven and hell, and it's been my way of thinking forever. Oh. Heaven and hell is every single day. Okay. If you get into a relationship and you go about that relationship in the wrong way and you're doing the wrong things, you're in hell. You're always arguing, fighting. That's hell, right? Hell is when they explain hell is like all these problems. If you get into business and the business is a shady ass business and there's always problems in the business and you have to fucking uh, try to fight off those problems daily, you're in hell. Right. If you get into a good business and your business is good and you know you're doing positive things, heaven. Now think about the way they speak about heaven and hell. If you go into a relationship and you're doing the right things, yeah, you might have arguments here and there and shit like that because that's a relationship. But usually you're in a peaceful place, right? Peaceful. I think every single day, I think when I when I read the Bible, I think every day, every moment is a heaven or hell. Every single yeah, moment. I think, if, I think if I came here and I was like, yo, tell me, like, Sam Buck, like, you're, you're a fucking comedian, right? Like, why do you feel like you're so fucking funny? Like, I don't find you funny. And we, mm. we start having a conversation like that and we're fucking shouting back and forth. We're in hell. Yeah, but that's the that goes back to what we were talking about is God gives you the decisions to make, but yeah. like which ones are you going to make? Are you, you the good things? But you, you have know good what you know. You know when you wake up I can make today worth it or not. Exactly. And I feel like again, I don't need to take DMT. People have taken it and I believe that the, the when I, I believe when people take DMT and they start talking to me, I'm like, that's all I think every day. You know? I really yeah. do. Like I I I'm I'm they're like, oh, I 
fucking got in a, a fucking a locked in a but just like some people are sober shot up. some people are sober because they feel like they're high all the time like yeah some, some people, people have to take like... adderall to calm the fuck down right yeah but when other when other another person takes adderall they're hyped the fuck up drugs do different things to different people depending on where your brain is yeah i feel like i don't need to take those types of drugs because that's why I'm i never recommend it that's why yeah. i never t- everyone's like you gotta do it's like no if you feel I'm like you to do, do if you yeah. feel like you need to do it, then that's when Absolutely, you do it. Because but some like, people truly do. Like some people need to microdose. I look at some people and the way they think and then trying to battle them out of it. And I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't recommend this type of shit, but you might need to microdose because you're a weird son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. You, you seem to, the devil has a hold of you and you don't feel like you could whip his ass. I feel like I would beat the fuck out of the devil. Real shit. If there was, if the devil was real, I feel like he'd be like a fucking Aaron Carter. Oh goodness! You know what I mean? Like you're about to slap the devil, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like he'd be like a Chris Rock. Yeah. You know, like that's just Chris Rock is the devil. No, No, I mean, like I just could smack the fuck out of him and walk off and smile. Mm. Yeah, but. See, Chris Rock, if he fought Will in that moment, that would have been bad. No, for right. sure, but he would have got his ass beat, too. You're talking about Muhammad Ali. That's no, you're not. Saying. You're talking about Will Smith. Yeah, but you're talking about Will Smith. You're talking about Will Smith that had to train to play Muhammad Ali. You're talking about Chris Rock that had to train to play Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about Pootie Tang. What are yeah, you talking about? No, Pootie Tang. He wasn't in Pootie Tang. He created Pootie Tang. Did he? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I sign your pity on the run account. You know, Louis C.K. wrote and directed Pootie Tang. Louis C.K. Don't doubt it. I'm I'm sad that his career had to take that trajectory it did from the bullshit because I thought it was funny. Yeah, but he's he's (laughs) back now. He's selling out tours. Because Louis C.K. is a funny motherfucker. Oh yeah. He's like, lady told me to suck a bag of dicks. I had so many questions. How do I suck this bag of dicks? You know, (laughs) you know TF. No. The rapper TF, he just released a dope project, Blame Kansas. It has like Rock Marcy, it has Conway on it, it has uh it's he it's a dope project. It's right. produced by Rock Marcy and Me Fucks. Wait, was Chris Rock in Pootie Tang? I feel like he was. Pro- like I just briefly. Cause cause uh Adrian said he was. Terrorist tyrants are the devil. CK is funny as fuck. Am I the devil? Um I George didn't know. Bush is the devil. I didn't I think know CK meant Crip Killer. Like I didn't know that. No. So like I swear to God. So when his producer got up, like uh, Tales from the Crypt. No, like, no, like, like, like he bloods the and Crips. Crips. Like Bloods and Crips. The term CK. Like if you look so at Louis Crip. CK. No, no, no. I just no, didn't know. Oh, so no, I, yeah, I was about to say. So like, I'm tripping guy. on mushrooms, and I go to TF. Uh, his producer. Uh, I'm Chris. like. Hit the fucking wave by fruit. Oh, I'm like to TF. I'm tripping on mushrooms, and Mefux gets up and moves his belt, his producer, and I'm like, "Whoa, man, don't Louis C.K. us." Oh, and he goes, "You know I'm a crip, right? You can't say C.K. around us." Like, and I'm, that's I'm tripping. I'm like, "Oh no, I'm hey, sorry. How do I explain this? Yeah, yeah. Bad trip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you say? Definitely don't say C.K. or B.K. around any game member. <laughs> Um, uh, gang etiquette. You gotta fucking pick this winner. Oh yeah, you gotta Ooh, play me these. Play Can I piss beforehand? Absolutely. Uh, go ahead. Go fucking pee. Let's go. How many? How many we we bumping? We got a lot. I guess. 
I hate to say this. I guess we'll play the ones that we like. Because I don't want to fucking have a theme song of music that I'm not really fucking feeling like should be the one. Right. Um, and it's only and it's only because I, I don't really want it to be the one. You know what I'm saying? Like, but are we gonna have everybody vote still? I'm gonna I'm gonna post it on actually, Landon, could you post it on Instagram? Who's this? Hurt in a car? Let me see. What does this say? Let's see. How many did we get? Oh, look at that. Live on air. Let's just so you guys know. You heard it? Yo, let me know when you're ready, fam. We can get it together. Hey. So we had Sirius Jones on here. Hey. And, uh, you know, Sirius Jones was your boy. He's a fucking videographer. Yes, sir. Shout right? out to Rick. And um, we tagged, somebody tagged the, the, the fucking battle rapper Sirius Jones, the real Sirius Jones, <laughs> right? And they, you know who Sirius Jones is, the battle rapper? Uh, okay. Uh, you you know who Jin was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he his one of his biggest battle raps was battling fucking Jin. He said, "You got two billion people over in and uh, you got two billion people over in China. You couldn't even go platinum over there." I I love Sirius Jones, amazing battle rapper. And anyways, so Sirius Jones got tagged in it, and he was like, he said he put shaking my head because we had a fake Sirius Jones up here, according to him. People are, yeah, you know what I mean? Up like, nigga, what? So, so like, I, was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, he's like a legendary battle rapper. And I was like, you could come up here too, motherfucker. What's up? Right. And he was, so this was months ago. So he just literally at 947, he said, Yo, let me know when you're ready, fam. Hey. We oh. Get it together. Hey. Yeah. So we, we're going to make that shit happen. So let's go. It's tough with this, with this, uh, with this, with this fucking podcast theme song challenge. Mm. Yep. Because we got a couple good ones, a couple dope ones. It's good that you're having me pick it. So if the other people get mad, they're like, "This dopey white dude ruined it." <laughs> this fucking, <laughs> you don't know shit about I mean, music. I feel, like, I feel like what I'm gonna do nah, is I'm gonna look you I'm up and be like, "Okay, right. now." Let me see. Uh, I feel like I have to. I have no choice, right? What? I feel like I gotta tell people to fucking. Should we do tune like in? A, should we do a two part situation? Where his vote what do you what do you, like I feel heavily? like I feel like he said this Nick this nigga took a sneeze a sneak sneeze pee that was fast as fuck a sneak pee a sneeze, sneeze pee, pee. <laughs> Never don't heard of that don't before. say what Adrian I forget uh, I'm lost hurting the car call William Attire I love fucking saying that shit um anyways which one we gonna which we gotta we pick gonna a winner how many tracks you got we got a lot got a couple. But that, that's what I'm saying. So I'm going to say it like this. I know people are going to watch it and be like, this fucking asshole. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I feel like I, ca- I have to pick a song or play you songs. I don't want to play you fucking 20 songs of fucking mm. people that said I want to be on this fucking yeah. podcast. Maybe I ju- just should. And if you could, could you be honest? Oh, 100%. All right, so, if you, so if you tell me to cut the shit off, I'll cut the shit off All and right, play cool. the next one. Awesome. All that right. sounds good. Is he picking the final one? Yeah. Shit. You could pick the final two, I guess. What if I did it just to like I picked the worst song? Just like (laughs) I wouldn't do it. I wanted the the crowd to pick or at least have some type of say. So maybe we could do it where his vote weighs heavily. 
Yeah, why don't you like, just uh, yeah? You vote. Like, you vote the top ones. His votes. Yeah, worth, yeah. Like, vote Landon, like, could you could you like send them back in the group to me? Or do I have to fucking do this shit off the email? Let me see. All right, yeah. I guess if if they didn't send it to us on the fucking email, fucking yeah. man. <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple hurt in the car call william atar that's why i love being live all right so um let's see are we are we attached all right so here goes song one let's go what did landon say just scroll up he said i know and, and ness Ness, you could definitely vote. I, it's not that this song sucks, but this beat is not a theme song okay. beat. <laughs> Sounds like it's from a 70s porno. I'll be in Miami like this, trying to get my bands up. Told him, meet me in my office, I'm looking for a dance. I ain't trying to miss. We're not going to even get an answer. We're getting money now, long in front of the It's a good song. So I do like, I cut it off or do I keep playing it? Keep it playing. The intro is too long. Down, you ain't going that, nowhere. Like, intro. I'm at your service with it all. Trying to go at low peace when I ball. Body different noise, ready for the car. Hit my line, hundred racks, bust it down with my dog. I'm at your service with it all. It's Trying good, to go at low peace when I ball. Huh? It's a good, but it's not the theme song. Okay. So, so, so sorry, Rick Brown, but that's not the one. That's a good song, though. I don't <laughs> okay. want it. It's like L.A. vibes. So yeah. are we going to hey. play the whole thing and then judge it? Nah, we, we, How you doing we, we just got to be honest. If, uh, if he feels like it ain't the one, it ain't the one. Look, baby. I don't judge the fact you had to dance through college. Yeah. Most people don't even get a chance to holler. I picture we're going to make what a video to approach me off a so. glance, acknowledge. What? She said, I heard about you on a dance project. Okay. Conversations open-minded. That's the best ones. Learn to clock the humble work, then step when the checks come. Yeah. Listen, girl, I put you on some game like a 2K cover. Make your money work for you passively. Don't invest some. Right. Chips on my shoulder, too. turn to chips on high rollers. Yeah. It's no one like me, shoddy. It's don't forget the eye song, rolling. Okay. Like, Popping bottles open, we gon' Alright, so Leland is Leland is like out. a theme song, you need like five seconds to ten seconds that super like just grabs your attention and mentions the name of the song. That and that and that's why we're gonna play him for because he cut he cuts him off if he doesn't feel like it's a theme song. I like it. <laughs> but it's because a good song. I, I, I respect your opinion good. on hip hop. Both those songs are good. I'm not saying that they're bad songs, but I'm. You know what the vibes is? Seven figure convos. Hopped out the mosh pit. Took it to the ballroom. Dancing in the building, getting money we was born to. Moving through the streets like a brother from the falls do. I ain't finna walk it out. I chalk them out. I'm getting to it. What they really talking about? Please shut your mouth. You must be stupid. Listen when the boss talk. Am I like Ross talk? Palm trees, pretty things, dollars on the call log. It's deeper than the internet. Little homie better log off. I ain't getting into that unless they got a budget. If not, I ain't budging. Beat out, need a muzzle. Man, they ask me where I got my heart. I got it out the struggle. Man, I'm smoking on a lot of weed. It got me seeing double. The way I move around is where she's sitting in the puddle. This, that, I, this is this, that, I, the best real beat for a theme song. But he doesn't talk about the podcast. He mentioned it once. Okay. I like him. It's a good, the beat is a good intro music because it like gets you bouncing. Like. Know that I'm a star, so tell him, roll the camera. 
Made it out the projects, feel like Tony Danza. Every day is problems, got a total hammer. Get up in the booth and then I go bananas. I feel like Tony Danza. Louis better for my waist to hold my pants up. Every day I paper chase and run these bands. All these are fire songs. You just gotta make a mixtape with all these songs showing you up. I just feel like Tony Danza. Why these rappers always talking about some shit they never do? Felt a lot of pain, I'm way more stronger than I ever knew. If we get caught slipping and them charges gonna be federal. Running up that revenue, got money on my schedule. So roll the cameras. Know some robbers, drug dealers, know some scammers. Shout out Tony, that's my Brody, but no Montana. Quarterback the team, call me Joe Montana. Know they watching down our Peter, both my grandma. I got angels. Every day I had to ride the same club. But I can't <laughs> what would be the part that's the theme song? Right here. I'ma start so tell them roll the camera. Made it out the projects, feel like Tony Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, we back. We live. It's Tuesday night. Mr. Dan Project. It's a good idea. Tony Dancer. Again, these are all fire songs, but they're not so theme songs. So far, that's the best one I think. What do you, what do you feel about it though? Like, I think that's a fi- that's a fire song. Trust me, there hasn't been a bad song yet. But intro. But it has to be like, like this is <laughs> this is the, the intro, intro to your podcast. Like it has yeah. to be like. Okay. Okay. So you want less song here at the Danger Project? Yeah. Everything has to remain. One thing we do over here at the Danger Project is everything has to remain a hundred percent authentic, right? We ain't gonna go edit nothing. Uh, you want the facts? Come and get it from the source in its purest form. I'm most appealing like the dealer on your nearest corner. Only as the super villain am I feeling normal. But y'all chill when informants making it feel informal. I've been enormous to gossip and keep popping up. I get the popping off, it's probably cause I'm popular. But what you seeing isn't real like the Oculus. I'm being monitored, they looking through binoculars. Every stanza proof I am a prospect. Besides a good author, leave it to the fans to digest. Uh-huh. I press record and let the cameras direct. Sit down and get ready for the dance project. Uh-huh. Welcome to the dance project. That one's it for me so far. <laughs> yeah. If you cut, if you had the intro play into him saying that, yeah. cut that like first verse out a little bit until it's just mentioning the Danza project with the intro and that beat. That's a perfect intro song. I like that one. That's my favorite so far. Okay. Ooh. Not my favorite song. Okay. My favorite intro, intro song. There is a difference. Okay. Yes, there is. Yes, difference there is. Yeah. yeah. I'm serious. You guys should make a mixtape with all these songs. Nah, there's there's definitely like, some good ones. Because of these to... people, what they're going to release all release songs shouting you out. Like, what are they going to do with these songs afterwards? Like, We're going to do a podcast compilation. Gotcha. Yeah. That one I played, right? How you doing tonight? My name Lilo. Oh, Shrell Sump. What up? Did I play this one? I think so. I don't judge the no, fact you had to dance through college. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Most people don't even get a chance, chance to hide. thing we do over here at the... Okay, that was that one. I'm, I'm trying to find the other ones I had because I remember I sent one through... Yo, shout out to all the artists who actually submitted. Absolutely. Yeah, shit. dude, everyone's yeah. mad talented that sent shit in. I don't want people thinking I'm shitting <laughs> on their music because, like, every song is fire. Right, like, right. And the fact uh, that they put it And that's cool like that, that they all shit. Like, that's dope, man. Yeah, man. Trying to do something different, man. I played this one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's that one. One thing we do over here. That one. I-
one I played. I'm trying to find it through. Heard you looking for the real. Just know I can point you to that show. With a real rice, take a seat, come kick it and talk about facts. Top it up, burn one, take a shot and talk about rap. rap. What you talk about, homie? That's the dancer project. That's the dancer project. That's the dancer project. What you watching every week? That's the dancer project. That's the dancer project. That's the dancer project. I'ma tell Christy Miggs, man, on the dancer project. On the dancer project. On the dancer project. If you had the hustle, came up in the struggle, I could tell you what it feel like. Feel like. Was up in the trench, was up in the fence, committing them crimes up in real life. I picked up a pen, could never pretend. You must be my missing, I'm real right. Real right. My team is so small, don't want a new friend. Just go to my circle, is no type. We up in the score while we up in the field, and we won't stop till we score a touchdown. I call him my jeweler, flow like a cooler. Spent 50k for a bust down. Took me a flight to my head. I hustle, I track in my bands. I ain't from the project, know who the boss. I'm about to go kick it with dancers. Heard you looking for the real, real. Just know I can point to that. Show with a real rice, take a seat, come kick it and talk about facts. Facts, top it up, burn one, take a shot and talk about rap. Rap, what you talk about, homie? Huh? That's the dancer project. What? That's the dancer project. Huh? That's the dancer project. Go, what you watching there? Week, week. That's the dancer project. What? That's the dancer project. I have a serious question about this. I feel like I've heard that beat before, so even though that is a good intro song to use. You might get pulled because I feel like I've heard that beat before. I never heard the beat, so I don't know. Is it? I. It sounds like I don't even know who it is. Maybe like Dave East or something. I was going to say Dave East. It sounds like a Dave East. There was beat. two that had Dave, two Dave East styles to it. Which that's a good, especially because it uses your name a lot. Like yeah, that's good. Project. So if you were to pick your top Dan's three project. off the ones you just heard um the one that has you talking at the beginning okay the one that we all agreed was like yeah a good one i liked that one um i'd say if that last one's beat was an original then that would be a good one and then the one that had like a real like fucking money bag yo little baby style beat the one that was like had that i feel like tony danza I don't think it was that one. Damn, what the fuck? Which one was it? Was that that one? It was the one. Is this another one? Yeah, I haven't heard this one. Damn, there's so many of them in here. This is fire. Skid, start, skid, start, skid, start, skid, start. What made you want to approach me off of the danger project is everything. So this one, that one. Yeah. And then what's the third one you played? I think that's the one I'm talking about. I think it's, what is the third one I played? Uh, doom, doom, doom. It was the fourth and the sixth. Damn it. Where's the fuck? And song? then the tenth, which was the last that we played. All right, let me try this again. <laughs> Yo, there's so many on here. Like how many it, songs did you guys get? A lot. You even sent one. Right? Is this the one that says Danza? Uh he fixed it. He sent a better one. Uh, yeah. Uh, All right, so uh, this guy uh, fixed what's it. The lit read? What's the word? 
word on the street. They want to know who, what, when, and where. Go figure. You got to tune in to see. I'm talking about dance. Dance. They want to know. What's the word on the street? I'm talking about dance. Dance. See, that's a good intro song. We got the latest, the latest. Which is different faces. Not even my favorite song, but that's a good, like, three, five second clip to play at the beginning. So then this was the other one? No. This was, uh, that's, that's Shots. Oh, that was Shots. I knew, I knew it. I was like, that sounds just like Is this the money bag, yo, one? Yeah. Yeah, huh Wait, it might be. Then. Hey, know that I'm a star, so tell them throw the camera. Made it out the projects, feel like Tony Danza. Every day is problems, got a total hammer. This joint does not have a fucking vibe. Feel like Tony Danza. Welcome to today's episode. Yeah. This is episode 73. We are here with Sam Buck live on the Dancer Project. you want the facts come and get it from your source in his purest form i'm most appealing like the dealer on the corner only as the super villain am i feeling normal but y'all chill when informants making it feel informal but what you seeing isn't real like the oculus i'm being monitored they looking for binoculars see this is Every a good song but not one to talk over now, yeah yeah i was about to say that yeah, I, I was waiting uh-huh. I'll do I press it. I'll record do it after. and let the cameras direct. Sit down and get ready for the dance project. See, that's oh, a good yeah. intro. Yeah. The, the cameras right to the dance project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Yeah, this is man. episode 73. Yeah. I got my guy in the building, Sam Buck from the uh, Bucked Up Podcast. You already know what it is. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Gee. That's here tonight. That's motherfucking ready to catch Gee. a fucking vibe. Gee, uh, if you got a blunt, light it up. If you got a drink, pour it up. And you already know what fucking time it is. That sucks because we got oh. no drink to pour and I can't light my blood up. I know, you're right. <laughs> I got a baby in the building. I got a baby in the building. In He's the right. Bills. I got I to pull out the deep voice. So is, so is that the one? That one? Is that your favorite one? That one's one? my favorite one, yeah. Okay. So we, so so is it the top? Is the, is that the top three? Him, Shots, and, and uh, yeah. Money Bag, yo? It would be Jordan cool to Blanco. get shot. It's just cool that Shots did one. Shout out Shots. Right, yeah, for real. Good Shout dude. Shots. Yeah, not nah, for sure. Young legend. So those are the top three. Those are we're gonna ha- we're gonna have the fans vote them right on the IG then. Okay, well, his vote weighs cool. heavily. Absolutely. Yeah, no, nah, his his vote definitely Makes weighs. Great heavily. points. For I sure. mean, we we just knocked off a few tracks. Those people are gonna unfollow right now. <laughs> fucking guys. I forgot Who we had so many, he? man. I'm not gonna fucking follow it's a, it's, Sam it, Buck. It's a blessing to have that many, man. It's really crazy. See how and these people whip these up in a day or two. Yeah, that's why. No, they really did. Yo, there was there was like. There was people that had sent the track in, in like, 
like said, oh, after bet, the podcast was over yeah. and I was talking about that shit or after I stopped talking about it, I was like, holy shit. Crazy. I remember crazy. being at work, getting hype about it, seeing different ones come through and I'm like, oh, I got to listen to this one. I'm at the crib like, what you listening to? Uh, people making intros. And like, what? <laughs> That's for definitely Man, that, that, you know what though? I feel bad because some people are going to be like, whoa, what asshole? I mean, look, at the end of the day, this is... My nah. baby. This is my baby. Nah, fuck them. You know I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> they sent music in to be judged. That's right. like right. that's like getting mad about being on American Idol when you don't get through. It's yeah. like you you didn't like you did it for a competition. Like yeah, nah, if you shit. can't handle this, if you can't lose in the <laughs> fuck this, you, then you don't deserve then to send be, the fucking track in. You don't deserve to be in the fucking music industry. Nah, that's shit. That's real. Upset. It's like someone who bombs on stage and then they're like, fuck comedy. I'm done with it forever. It's like, nah. I, have you ever bombed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, my God. I've had. <laughs> oh, nah, bro. I bombed last week so bad. I thought, what the fuck am I doing? Like, where, where were you? Um, Where was that? I had blocked it out of my memory. Yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, like, bad. there's just shows that are bad. Like, right. shit. I've I used I have had cops threaten to arrest me because I did jokes about cops. I've had people throw drinks oh, at me. I've had people threaten to murder me. I gotta like, see your set. I want to see. Your I've set, had though, some man. fucking crazy bad sets. And I've had some <laughs> crazy good sets too. Right. More, but the bad ones are. How's your are, uh, more, are the bad ones more memorable? Yeah, but I like I, you have to be a masochist to be a stand up. Like that's what they say. Yeah, I'm, I I I feel like, I, God damn it, I'm a funny motherfucker. <laughs> I am. I just okay. don't know if stand up is my funny, but I feel like if I stood up front of a crowd, and that was me. I'd be pretty funny. I'm a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so different than you expect. Yeah, I feel be. like I would be T.I. I'd get booed immediately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'll be honest with myself. I just feel like so I'm a funny guy. You got like to work cool. out, man. One thing about being a I do comedian, work out. But you got to work out your set. You got to work out your material. I do but that's like if I told you any of my jokes right now, like if I just told you my jokes, you'd probably be like, uh, okay. Trash. Fucking because tell comedy us a joke, isn't a monologue. It. Tell us a goddamn it's joke. It's a conversation. Tell me a fucking joke. Uh, milfs are like the used cars of women. So what if they have a few dents? They fit a family inside of it. Hello. <laughs> That's the only one liner. But tell I me have. a joke. Okay, so now now joke live. I mean, I have been. I told you that. I asked how much money Jesus would get on OnlyFans. That's true. <laughs> That's it. That's like I tell. Well, okay, I tell. So tell me jokes about the tracks. <laughs> no, he did, he did. He's like, I wish you'd get this, get to this track. Yeah, this dude's <laughs> like, let's get it started. It's get fucking... this track started. <laughs> no, but stand up's a conversation. It's a conversation where uh, you're in charge. So, like, stand up is you say something that the audience is about to reply to, and then you cut them off with the next thing. Okay, it's Set like always. Yeah, the setup is they're like. You say something that they're going to reply to, and then you yeah. cut them off with something that makes yeah. them laugh. And then you say something they're going to reply. It's a conversation. It's not a monologue. When you yeah. start comedy, everyone just writes out like a speech. Mm. And then you go up there and you read the speech, and people are like, what the it fuck? doesn't translate. No, you have to say something. So like, I have a joke where I go, like, "Who are there any couples here? And then they're like, yeah. And I was like, any pet owners? And, they're, and then a couple will laugh and raise their hand. And I'll be like, oh, you guys. So now I'm in the conversation with them. Yeah, and I go, do you guys get it on in front of your pets? And automatically 
the room's going to laugh at that question. Cause right. if you have a pet, you're like, do I? And if they say no, then I can be say, thank God. If I, they say yes, then I go, what you fucking put it in the crate and clockwork orange it. Like I have, you have to set yourself <laughs> yeah, up yeah, for yeah, different yeah. For situations, goes, how yeah. they're going to react. And then the whole joke, the whole joke, that's all you're based, a single guy. Yeah. But that's you all have a pet. based on me going, I have a do black have, lab named Ruby. Yeah. And I go, I can't do it in front of her. I can't. But if I'm over a girl's house and she has a dog, I'm definitely fucking in front I of saw, her I dog. I saw it, by the way. So I, that, I yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so that shows me what type of stepfather I'm going to be. But, how, like, but let me, but you, let me you, ask you this. How long are you away from your dog? Long periods of time. Who's watching your dog? My dad. Okay. My dad, because I, I was I was about to be like upset about no no, but, but like watching? you, do you set think up your this... dad gets it out in front of your dog? Probably. <laughs> Does that upset you? No. Okay. But it's <laughs> it's it's a joke because at the, like I set that Does whole your dad thing get it out up. With your mom or is it another person? My stepmom. Oh, do you like your stepmom? Yeah, she's all right. All right. No, she's very. I do. I love my step. Yeah, I love my stepmom. <laughs> yeah. The reason I yeah <laughs> yeah I do like my stepmom. Okay. She's not mom. That's it. That's all. It is. But like you set up a whole thing for if I just said like I don't have sex in front of my dog, but if a girl does, I have sex in front of her dog. I think that shows me what type of stepfather I'm gonna be. Yeah, people might laugh. It's a 15 minute, but or I can right. turn that into a conversation where I build up the suspense. Okay, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Just, that's a stupid joke. Like that's, <laughs> but I build up the suspense, and yeah. then I have something to that's like. Right. It's like oh, it's so different that's than you word. actually. It is, it, yo, stand up comedy like this. This um. This this live stream, right? Like when we when we go live with people, it is fucking so hard to fucking do this for a lot of people mm. because you kind of got to be on the fly. You actually Absolutely. do have to be on the fly. Yeah, and so it's it's not relatable to stand up because I don't have to say something funny and captivate the crowd in that way. I could just talk, but at the same time, you kind of got to lure in the audience. Yeah, definitely. You're fucked. Definitely. You know what I mean? Because you, we could go on and be on here and like I I, I, I pay attention to analytics, do you? Mm -hmm. When you look at your YouTube mm -hmm. and I watch that that people watch for a fucking a substantial amount of time. And it's always saying like it's more than the average. The people that watch it's more than average, higher than much higher than average and shit like that. It says on yeah. the thing. It, it because like we're able to captivate a crowd. Now that wasn't the case in the beginning, right? The beginning uh, I think was probably the most excitement. Oh, Miguel's going to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Nick's going to do a podcast. Dance is going to do a podcast. Check it out. And then fucking 40 people tune in off of the Facebook. Mm. Right. And then it's like uh, one viewer. You know what I mean? A, a few minutes yeah. later. Yeah. And so like, it's like, hmm. Then I started doing promotions on the mm. shit uh, early on. And it would show like with a dip off. And the dip, dip off was like within 30 seconds. It's like people didn't want to watch it. <laughs> And as we got better, as we really understood what our objective is, I noticed that the promotions when I was when I was paying to promote this shit, it was like clicks. You know what I mean? It used to say like one or two clicks or twelve clicks, and I paid fucking like three hundred bucks for fucking twelve real clicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then yeah. it was like nine thousand eight hundred and seventy four clicks. You know what I mean? And I'm like, people are really like, I, we we must beginning somewhere with it right because you know I mean? at first when you release episodes it's friends that want to support you but yeah. friends aren't going to pay your bills fans are right. strangers are like True. once people who don't know you start seeing your shit that's yeah. the that's the people because like it's like when you have a friend it's like i want to be a rapper 
and then they play you your music their music and you're like oh that's good but you're never gonna play it on your own you're never gonna sit in your car and put that friend song on unless they really are good all right so you heard my song no that's why i said to you but that's why i said to you I didn't, I said, this is better than I expect. Cause yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. oh damn, like this is actually something I fuck with. And I have friends who I actually like their music, right. but like you, people who don't have any stock in you are going to be right. the ones that share you. Cause they're just like, look at Absolutely. this cool clip. Not just, mm-hmm. oh, look at what fucking Sam shared. Cause <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, that's yeah, one yeah. thing they say about comedy too. Doing a set in front of people who came there to see you. It's gonna go a lot better than doing a yeah. set in front of people who came to see Jim Gaffigan. Like when I did so, my you know show in saying? Philly, like when I do shows, usually it's I'm on a lineup of people who are there to You're see right. comedy, not there to see me. Right. But when I did my show in Philly, everyone killing. was there to see me. Yeah, you're killing. So like, yeah. I can tell a joke about TF, and everyone knows who TF That's is, so I don't have to explain to them. Yeah. Like I can, or less like guesswork exactly or like i can do a joke about conway like the pod i can tell the story Mm. of the podcast with conway and they already know it so i don't have to explain to them who he is why it's crazy that i'm talking to him (laughs) well you know what i mean it's like (laughs) but and that's what i'm saying it's like it's uh doing doing stand-up is is a very hard thing to do and what like how did you build up that confidence to jump in front and what was that like the first time that you did that so there's this thing with comedians where it's like most comedians do soup i'll just tell my story i don't even want to speak for other people the first time i did comedy i did it at the comedy store in la the most famous comedy club Mm -hmm. in the world Mm -hmm. and i used a fake id to get in because it was a 21 (laughs) plus club and i killed and then I bombed. You said you killed. As I killed. Good? Yeah. Okay. And then I bombed for years after that. Damn. And so I always got, heard comedians like talk then, about yeah. that, where they're like, my first set was so good, and then I bombed for years. I was like, <laughs> what are they talking about? But that's really how it is. Were you chasing the same ghost, or what was it that you were Yeah, doing? you chased the same ghost. And then you realize that talent is your foot in the door. It's the amount of time that you put into it after that. So it's like... I had the adrenaline of the first time. I probably right. like we can pull it up. It's the clip is on YouTube of me doing stand up the first time. Um so, it's on my YouTube. But um then So were you just trying to constantly replicate that so Exactly. Yeah. And that's when I just money. now I'm caught like Don't close that land. It's like rap. It's like the first time you rap, I don't know, like no rapper's gonna make first fucking hit, their first, first albums single. exactly like that. You it takes time. It Damn, takes. I don't even know how I did that, who, man. I who's just... gonna get to the ten thousand hours? <laughs> like, so, you seen this motherfucker? What the fuck do you want? Piece of shit, Landon. <laughs> Landon, we need that clip to be popped up. YouTube.com slash bucked up podcast. Yeah. Uh huh. Or you, if you look up on YouTube, Sam Buck's first set or Sam Buck. No, no, I'm just somebody asked his uh, uh what's your uh oh bucked up podcast. What is the link to it? But I um I also that's what you like I just know I am a comedian. I don't know why, and I just know that I'm gonna keep working on it. And that's why when people are like, 
people will be like, I don't find you funny. Or like, I don't like your stand-up. And that's fine, because I don't either. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it to get better. Right, like, you think right. you think I'm going to get better by stopping because you don't think I'm funny? Right, right. Like, no, I'm going to get better by doing it more and more. Like, exactly. I'm going to... Facing that fear. And that's what these like people... I've been Wait, doing stand-up... I got you. I got you. Oh, go ahead. Do what you do. I've been doing stand-up more Scared than... Me. Longer than podcasting. Like, I've put... Mm. People don't realize the hours I put into stand-up. They don't realize that when I started, I was working 60 hours a week, driving two hours to and from mics to do five minutes after working a full day. So I'd be getting home at 1 a.m. the next day. By the way, Shot sent me a message that says, time out, the beat is original. Hey. Word. I asked. I asked if it was a beat. He He said, time out, the beat is original. I'm shots. I don't rap on other people's beats. Word. All right. Uh, then that says, is a. He ba- says Conway will kill him. <laughs> Just so you know. So, I so wonder that if that is... sample has been used or something before. Right, like right. that was it. But I'm. Ha- that's why I just wanted to ask because so I do know. that sometimes. I'll I had it. a feeling, but I was like, I don't know, because I, 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 I don't know. Right. Shit. But there you go. Shout out shots. Shout out shots. Shout Everyone shots. go stream. Free rose, Free rose. and then fucking. Man, this dude, shots, you know, uh, uh, the rap radar, uh, or release radar, whatever the fuck it is, the, the the Spotify will give you like the playlist, the shit you listen to. Yeah. I heard a track that I feel like, like I want the clip to be shareable, but I heard a track and I heard a track, boom, boom, boom. And then I heard shots come out and shots killed these motherfuckers on this track. Killed them. And, and that's was, the crazy like, thing about bad. shots. We're talking about how it's just the amount of time you put in. Shots hasn't been rapping that long. Like when I talked yeah, no, to him, yeah, yeah. he is he hasn't been rapping long at all. And and shots he's to fucking... rap. I had him. We did the we we used to do, um, on every show we used to do this thing where it was um, it was called the vibe session. I stopped doing it just because I don't really feel like there was the time for it. The vibe session. Was I just throw beats up on YouTube and we just all rap? Everyone had to fucking rap. You know, what I mean, I don't know if we should bring it back and make you rap. No, <laughs> but but we used to do that. It was just a, a pure vibe, and um, you just had to freestyle. Everyone always asks me, they're like, "Are you doing this because you really want to rap?" And it's like, no, yeah, not at all. So I'm gonna I get don't. into that question too. But like, uh, what I was gonna say about that is shots freestyle. And he killed it. And it wasn't over. We got we got like a recorded clip after and he was he was smoking that shit. He he just he he went off. And I'm like, this dude actually has a very fucking deep passion for rap. It's a freestyle and off the top. And that I could go, I could freestyle, throw a beat on, I'll literally freestyle for fucking five hours. Motherfuckers complain about, oh, I can't get studio time, I can't do this, that. I pulled up to the like Radisson in Buffalo and shots had a music studio set up in the hotel room yeah, yeah. and he recorded people, his no, album in the hotel room. Yeah, like, yeah. There's no, there's, there's no reason for people to complain about that. I'm sorry about that. That camera going blurry, but a question I wait for Chris to come back out before I oh, ask you this question, by the way, I wish there was fucking, I mean, not when they can't see us. And when Chris, Chris walked by, he fucked it up. Oh, 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 yeah, I can't, I can't do anything. Landon, Landon, I don't know what you did. Chris will, Chris will fuck the camera. And it's not the camera that you guys are seeing when when I'm talking. Go ahead, Chris. You can fix that. 
Yeah, now, now I think when you take it off, it'll be fine. It's not really working, Landon. <laughs> oh, there we go. Ooh, that that was a fucking interesting fucking thing you just did there. That's fucking intelligent. And now right? they what can a see. what a great critical thinker. <laughs> so now I'm gonna ask big you this brain, question: If brain. you if you were in a crossroads, mm. and they said you are going to blow up in either podcasting or comedy, but you could only choose one. I choose comedy 10 times out of 10. I started the podcast interviewing stand-up comedians because comedy stopped. I started the, like, stand-up, 100% stand-up. I... That's why it's so funny that the podcast got bigger than my stand-up and helps the podcast, because the podcast seems like a dream to me. Uh, like, <laughs> like it doesn't seem real. Like, if you told, working. if you were yeah, like, you know you interviewed Conway the Machine, right? I'd be like, no, I didn't. Like, and I did. Like, I'm on a, yeah. I have a, f- a fucking official credits on a Conway the Machine track. That's sick. Like, nah, real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, sick. that's. And his album so, on er, on <laughs> greetings earthlings, oh, not okay, on okay, God no. tape, yeah. but yeah. like that's so s- funny it's to huge. me and it's crazy <laughs> to me. But stand up, like when I said God told me I was a stand up, I'm not lying. Like I don't know uh, all that God talk. I don't know anything. I was talking out my ass during all that. You can say whatever you want about all that shit. The only reason I know God is why I believe in God is because I'm a comedian. And I don't know why, but that's that's my path. Like, and I do believe in God, by the way. I, believe I do too. Power. And I'm I, just saying, I'm not overly religious, but I definitely believe in God. And I believe that He put me on this earth to be a comedian, and I believe that I'm gonna be. So are I'm you not here, even. I'm not even here going right to like, now because of you or because of God. I'm here right now because God gave me passion and determination, which he didn't give everybody. And I listen to those two feelings, which not everyone who has those feelings listen to. Okay. Good answer. I like the answer. Yeah. He fucking got right there, right in between. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> yeah. But so that's I'm going to ask you another fire truth. question. In this world, the world is a fucking huge place. True. There's a lot of time that goes by. A lot of the times when people tell you to rate something, it's one to five, one to ten. Life is long. One to a hundred. Life? Life. Where do you feel like you are in your life right now? Out of one to a hundred. What do you mean by that? Like, a hundred is the end. A hundred is success. Zero is the beginning. Where where along your journey are you? All right. Can can you give me like thirty seconds to think? You can about take it. as long as you want. Right, give me thirty seconds. Yeah, I really sure, I sure. really am going to think about this in like a serious way. Sure, I, sure. I, I, I you'll I, know it, why because it, because I really want to know and and I'll talk through it while you're yeah. thinking about it. I really like what I ask people a lot of the time is just try to find out where they are in their journey and how they view life. This question shows you the difference between a, a lot of people and how they view life. Because somebody might have a different answer and say they're at X number, and the reason they're at X number is because it is. And then somebody might say they're they're at this number, and the reason that they're, they're a number is because it is. But mm. but both of the numbers are damn near to even thought. You know what I mean? I would say I'm at two. Ooh, okay. that's the lowest number we've heard. I'm yeah. at two. Okay. Um, 
In why, 50 why years, in 50 years, I'm going to be 74 years old. Okay. I feel like at 74 is a good time you can relax. Okay. You don't have to push anymore. At 74, your life is your life. <laughs> like the last 10 years, last two, you could have two years, you could, have, you could die before that. Right. And I've been doing my podcast two years. Okay. So I'm thinking... And my podcast, I might have been pushing before that, but my podcast was my intro to the world, mm. where the world finally decided that it liked what I was doing. Okay. So if I've been doing the podcast two years, I want to push for another 50 years. Okay, so 50 times two. Yeah. This guy's fucking getting creative over here. <laughs> I'm serious. That's why I was like, you have to, like, I really yeah. do. I think I'm on a two out of a hundred. I no, think no wrong answers. I think so. at 74, I hope people, I hate talking about how I view myself. Okay. Because I hate myself. And if you listen to the pod, my podcast, you know how like bad <laughs> I feel about myself and how like I, Wait, but I also, yourself. I do so bad. It's a terrible thing. But I also believe I'm going to be. I'm, I believe in myself. Okay. So I you believe don't, you don't in hate myself. yourself. I lying. do hate myself. I believe... All right, God damn it. Shut the fuck up. No, this no, is, no, this no. is where I'm going to take over the room uh, and I'm going to be. I'm gonna no, be we'll some, argue. I'm gonna be this is where we're going to argue yes, about our Thank ideas. Fucking... You, don't, you don't hate yourself. And I'll tell you why you don't hate yourself. You sitting here even slightly explaining that you hate yourself is a fucking lie. Now, you might believe it right now. I just want you to know that it's a lie. And, and I'll tell you why it's a lie. Because you, that nobody that hates themselves themselves is willing to go in front of a room and tell jokes not true i think no. that it's, you have Nobody to hate yourself to do it no you don't no you don't that's a that's the lie though that's the lie because people that you ever meet somebody that really actually hates themselves i think so yeah like actually hates themselves yeah they're they're they closer to suicide right and and it, and let's not mistake it for the fake i hate myself that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a fake version of it and there's a real version. I've seen people that genuinely, actually hate themselves. And I don't want you to ever get yourself stuck in that mm. idea. Although I know you're a comedian and you could, you could see dive the comedy. I am, see, I'm a comedian, which is the darkness is there. And I mm -hmm. do, like, I could let me tell you why you love yourself. Let me tell you why you love yourself. Let me tell you why you love yourself. I want to argue with you. I want to argue too, but let me tell you why you love yourself. Because you say things like, you know, God put you here for comedy. You feel like the world is finally accepting what you do. You do nobody that hates themselves could even fucking say that shit out loud. They don't believe it. They hate themselves. There's, there's no, they didn't put me here. He doesn't like me. He doesn't care about me. God doesn't love me. That's more of the shit you'll hear. Mm. You've truly believe in yourself and what you're doing. When you're doing these interviews that you're doing with people, I mean, you're passionate about it. You can't fucking love rap music as much as you do if you hated yourself. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. People have their escapes, mm -hmm. but you are passionate about this escape. Like when you sit down in a room with a kind weighted machine, how did you feel? Amazing. But, but this is where, all right, 
There was a time in my life when I started the podcast where I was 50 pounds lighter than I am now. I was meditating every day. I was doing yoga every day. I was journaling every Shout day. Shout out to yoga. I Shout was doing all, every day. Shout out to mindfulness. Every day. And I loved that I did that. Right. And my podcast had no views at that point. Maybe at that time you hated yourself. At that time I loved myself. Okay. Now I have people coming up to me going, I love your work. I love what you do. They want to take pictures of me. They want this, that. Like, But I hate myself because I can't force myself to get on the routine that I was on when I was happy. I know that if I woke up tomorrow morning and so you meditated your, so you're and saying, journaled and bullshit. did yoga so and worked out. So you're saying that you hate yourself because you want to be better. Yes. Okay, that's not hating yourself. That's just striving for more. All right. I fucking hate myself every day if I were to live if I were to think the way you thought because I always want to be greater than what I am today. I wish I could get up at 5 in the morning. I'm already up at 5 in the morning, goddamn it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't go to sleep. I wish I could fucking figure out a way to get my sleeping right. It's cool for my baby. He's always got me. I'm always fucking right there. He wants to cry. You want to fucking make a noise. Daddy's here. What's going on? You know what? It's, I will. It's your dad. I will then take a step back and say, as a you comedian, love yourself. As a comedian, you love yourself. I do love myself. Okay, that's I all, do love that, myself. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at somebody that loves themselves because you are here today on this podcast because you love yourself. I'm sitting in the car with you. We're, we're riding around. We're having a conversation. And I'm like, man, this motherfucker travels the world. This dude says, I am leaving Miami. I'm going back to Boston. I'm going to get in the car and I'm going to drive 12 hours to Chicago to a West Side Gun event. Yeah. You got to motherfucking love yourself and your life to be able to take that 12 hour motherfucking drive. Am I right? You're right. You're right. No, because I look at you and I, and I, and I don't want people to get a fucking wrong opinion about you. That's why I wasn't going to let you say it too far because I'm like, man, this, this isn't a dude that by any means hates himself. I and, need to and, change my mentality about because comedians I started comedy as like, uh, as I said, I just wanted to say shit and I just, it's almost like a, you just like, you want to tell secrets and that's a masochist thing. <laughs> yeah, but now yeah. I want to be a comedian. So it's not about hating yourself. And also I'm around a lot of people that want what I have and don't right. realize what it takes to get where I am. Right. So I feel like maybe I do that to lessen the blows of people who are jealous okay mm. or it's like how are you jealous of me i hate myself but then that starts to spiral until yeah. you actually, actually start do doing it, absolutely. it. yeah right. and so like I, I i'll tell you this if if i if i saw you as a person that hated themselves and people that do hate themselves i'd be like yo hey we're doing a podcast and are you ready yeah i think Mm. You know what I mean? I don't get yeah. the I don't get the, the the shit that you're saying. But Yo, I hate myself when I go podcast. to McDonald's, like you know, or I hate yeah, myself I hate, that I can't. I hate like... myself when I don't hate myself ever. God damn it, I'm a fucking amazing human being. <laughs> no, but I hate myself when I when I lose control of my temper. Mm. You know See, what I mean? That's okay, and that's another thing. Is like I've hurt people that you loved that you me exactly. Yeah. But that, that doesn't like... mean you hate yourself. You just hate you you just hate that there's pieces of you that aren't perfect yet. 
Right. And that's you know? what I was going to say. I don't yeah. think I, didn't, I don't think anybody actually hates themselves. No, I, there's I people think that no, there, definitely I mean, hate themselves. Right, but hear me out. Yeah. I don't think it's that you hate yourself. I think it's that you hate the things that you've been through. I think you hate the way you might have handled the situation or mishandled the situation. You hate not taking the opportunities you didn't take or not standing up when you should have stood up or not making the right decisions when you're supposed to make those decisions. It's not that you don't like yourself or else you more than likely wouldn't be here if you confidently came to the agreement that I don't like myself. I hate myself. You just hate what you've been through. But being in your field and doing what you do, it's more so of using that, like we said earlier, to fuel you. It, that's what feeds the fire. It's, it's that I'm not my greatest self yet. Mm. That's what you're not liking. or And even then, it's not really a hate thing, but it's like a necessary evil. It's like a diet. Absolutely, it's yeah. like a diet. Like you have to find a diet. Like there's no 30 day diet. You have to find your diet you want me to for tell you life. What the best diet is right now? What? Eating. On a schedule. Mm. Eat whatever the fuck you want, but do it on a schedule. Best diet ever. What's your schedule? First off, you want to you want to lose weight? Yeah. You have to speed up your metabolism. How do you speed up your metabolism? So if you ate every hour and a half, two hours, but stopped at five meals, six meals, you you would lose a lot of weight. Somebody taught me that shit, and I like I was always I always felt like I was badass. You know, I took the pictures of myself in mirrors and shit in the gym when I first moved out here. I was like, I'm I'm I can fit into Miami, fucking Baywatch. You know what I mean? Because over here, like, you got to be like, yeah, bro. Everyone's fucking jacked and tatted. That that's what I'm the, saying. Over here, everyone in Miami is jacked, tatted, and tanned. Look, that's I have, the fucking, I, just a disclaimer. It I don't have matter no what problems. race you are, you're all there. Everyone's the same color in Miami. Here it is. Here's the controversy. Just, just, just so everyone knows, I have no problem with the LBGTQ community. Yeah, right? did I say that right? LBGTQ. Yeah. I didn't like that you pointed at me when you said it. No, 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 because uh, here, here was why I pointed at you because you said you have to, you, you said you're like, you know, you got to be careful about the shit you say online. So I'm like, I'm going to say it's right. God damn it. Um, there's words that people take too far that used to be just cool words, especially as we, when we were kids, right? Like we use, we use certain words and it was like, okay, it was just amongst friends. I feel like. When I moved to Florida, not in the offensive way, but I became a real faggot. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'll let you finish. Okay, not in the offensive way, but I got too far Pause. into the. I got too far into like, <laughs> yeah, I got too far into like gym life, and and, and like, look, I wanted to be like, yeah, nothing you know, gayer like, than was, taking care of yourself. That's no, 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 no. <laughs> but there was like too much. I took too much fucking gym <laughs> selfies, and I was like, look, I'm fucking. Shredded. Mm, yeah. and, and I feel like, eh, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people do that shit out here. I became too Miami for a little bit because I'm like, man, I got to look good out here. You know yeah. what I mean? If you want to fucking get the ladies, you know what I mean? There's a lot of gym goers out here, even though I was always healthy. Now, here goes the thing. So I was, I was always a bigger dude. Like as far as like workout, I'm short, small, stocky motherfucker. But I was a little bit, I always had my fat on me. There was a time where I'm training at this gym because I destroyed my spine, like destroyed it. My my spine is so bad, all right? Like I told you, if I was skydived, I'm afraid of what would happen when I landed 
And if it would be the last time I would walk again, that's how scared I am of how, that's how bad my spine is. That's what I'd be afraid of is landing because I play basketball sometimes and a jump would have me fucking crawling off the court. Literally. It's happened plenty of times. Cause I always think I could play again. You know what I mean? It's always like, you know what? I could do it. Yo, time out. Time out. Yo, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, I feel that way. Now, I'm in the gym, I'm working out, and there's this dude who's like, yo, you're in great shape, but, like, eat different. And I'm like, yeah, that's all right. I eat fine. You know what I mean? He's like, well, just eat what you eat. Matter of fact, here, tell me what you eat. I'll give you a schedule on how to eat it. Same shit I was eating every single day. And I just told him. And he broke it down into a schedule. Do this, eat this at this time, this at this time, this at this time, this at this time. Bro, I got, like, super shredded. <laughs> And I'm like, wow. It's really real. Selfies, you know what I mean? But like, I felt like I felt like a god, like a Greek god. I was chiseled. I was fucking diesel as fuck. Diet is it doesn't mean that you have to eat shitty food. A diet means that you have to eat on a schedule. So if you want to lose weight, just to let you know, it's not about it's it's really not about it is obviously you got to eat a little bit cleaner food maybe but it's more about eating on the schedule and getting your metabolism going the right way and then boom happens mm. just so you know i might have to put that fucking out there <laughs> nah, just so everybody knows i'm happy no nah, that's true because i um i'm so bad at eat like i have one meal a day usually <laughs> and then i'm like how the fuck am i gaining all this weight i'm having because you're getting your dick sucked egg. at wendy's that is true you didn't even eat the meal you gave it to her hello, <laughs> hello. she had the meal and dessert <laughs> <laughs> <Frosty>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Hurt in the car, call William the time. <laughs> but hey it happens nuts. It definitely has. That's so funny. She ate about fucking the... nuts. <laughs> did she? Did she? Did she... It's... <laughs> Imagine like. I get that, more how, pussy how when many... I'm fat than when I'm in shape. Because maybe because you don't give a fuck. That's exactly. Yeah. So you're walking up to the girl like, you want to fuck or not? Nah? Yeah. <laughs> do you like the way I flick my tongue and nah? <laughs> i tell you what, uh, comedians get laid though. They do. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, because they're funny. I'm uh, tall and funny. That's the only thing. Yeah, females, females love funny guys. And it so was this lot. was this the first date, Arby's? The Wendy's? Yeah, the Wendy's, Wendy's. The Wendy's was the real first date. The real actual first date? Yeah, we went smoking. You never hung out with her before that? No, we we're smoking, Man, driving. She blew me in a Wendy's parking lot, and then I brought her to the strip club. Hey, L- like <laughs> so many questions. But uh... but but does a female? Do you think? think that you would take them serious after such a situation that's what i said no <laughs> yeah. that's what i'm saying like i thought a strip club i mean i knew i thought it was just gonna be a rant, but i was like wait she got mad about the strip club we never hung again and Did- she didn't blow me in the car that night <laughs> <laughs> but do you think she was embarrassed about her first time hanging out with you maybe you know yeah could we call her up live and ask no. oh my god <laughs> well to be honest i just didn't like how tell me let me ask you a question do you have her phone number anyways yeah okay so you could ask her after i could yeah just be like was it was it the strip club or the the wendy's 
You know what I mean? I like, mean, she blew a friend of mine in his car a well, couple months later. I think that's just a serial blower. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she, she's a serial blower. <laughs> I like it. The serial blower. Hey, I was in happens. a Burger King parking lot. She switched. Well, I mean, <laughs> she downgraded. <laughs> exactly. Take her to a Chipotle. I'm going to fucking magic blow her mind. Oh, yeah, dude. But, but like, I mean, it happens, right? Like, that's just. What's the craziest? That's not the. I've had some. I've had. I've hooked up in some weird places. In my life. I'm not about to ask the question that you almost asked. What's the weirdest place the you ho- yeah. fucked? Yeah, I don't want to answer a great the question. question. It is a great question, but I, I don't want to like. This isn't that type of show. I, I, yeah, no, I just <laughs> listen don't wanna, to Bucked Up if you want to hear those. I don't want to get beat up. There you go. Oh, I understand. <laughs> we're, we're, it's funny, like it, it's funny. Chris is on the side here trying to focus the other cam because it decided it just didn't want to behave today. There we go. But it, it, there you go. That's fucking good. Um, I plead the fifth. See, I'm a comedian. I, I don't <laughs> plead the fifth before. That's why. It. That's why it's crazy to me that girls want to hook up after shows. Uh-huh. It's like you just heard me talk about, about a all po- my dirty about a, yeah all my dirty <laughs> they, they, they probably up with be other on girls. It. Yeah, there's some of that too. Yeah, this sure. girl like wanted me to. This girl wanted me to fuck her and talk about it on the podcast. Like that was Sick. her thing. And I was like, I'm not gonna have your pussy sponsor the podcast. Like that's not like <laughs> I set, I this episode is brought to you by Blank's Pussy. Let's do it live, Showtime, baby. That's what we're doing. Okay, Ray J. Hey, if, if that's if she reco- by request, by all means, you would never. I could. I could. You would never live. No, why live? It, no, I'm just saying you wouldn't air it. I mean, I could at a later date. Yeah, but you wouldn't. Behind a paywall. You're not that type of guy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Put you, that one in the yeah, bank, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's like a, you know I mean? It's an NFT. If she came to do that, she came to perform. No, she just wanted me to, you could put her on Patreon. me to talk about it. You could put on her on Patreon. She just wanted to be talked about in a sexually in a public forum. Tell her you needed a refresher. Can I tell you yeah, what I sure, think about? Nope. I'm like, if material, you listen to the Danza Project stuff. <laughs> Check my flow. You think one podcast host is good. <laughs> Why don't you get tag teamed by them? <laughs> Leave me out of it. I'm at home. Like Your I'm, babies in the other room. Yeah, I know. It's both of them. You yeah, fucked up them, having me on the podcast. One of them. You know, my, my son is Puerto Rican, Dominican, mm. Colombian, mm. and Venezuelan. Uh-huh. Wow. You know what I mean? Not only is he going to be a gangster, his mother is a murderer. I'm not trying to fucking sit here and have these type of conversations. It's funny, like you know what I mean, like. Uh, but I'm, I'm, it's uh, like I'm sounding funny about it, but I'm dead ass serious. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those moments. You guys start talking too much. Oh yeah, and then uh, like like uh, Benzino was up here a couple weeks ago, right? And and like I'm okay. I'm, I'm down to hang. Uh-huh. And uh, he, he's like, "Yo, I got an event going on tomorrow. Y'all should come through." And immediately I'm like, word, there, yeah. I'm there. You know, yeah. Kelvin's like, I'm there. Chris is like, word, what do you got going on? Chris probably not gonna go, uh, <laughs> but he's like, da da da, and he's like, he's like, you know, it's at this place at the strip club, and I, like I, uh, my first thing was saying I was there, and then I'm sitting here, he's sitting right here, and I'm like, I, 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 I can't. Um, I'm busy. I got. I'm busy. I'm, I'm you know what I mean? Landon, sign off. You know what I mean? I'm not going. I'm not. Stop talking about those things in my house, Benzino. Oh my God! <laughs> Speaking of another, so there, Benny's birthday was in Rochester. Yeah, and okay. um, it was at this big shout warehouse. out Benny the Butcher. Shout out Benny the Butcher. Um, 
it was at this big warehouse and there was a smoke event at with Let's like a, a there and then there was like a private party after so it was like general admission everyone's smoking two floors ashen on the floor crazy then everyone leaves the private event uh-huh. happens they bring a bunch of strippers in let's go so these strippers are twerking on the floor where everyone's been ashing and shit like oh, <laughs> fucking pussy popping on the dirty ass floor like what yeah. the fuck Ash pussy. yeah legit so i find the dude who runs it like who's in charge of the building and i'm like what is this place? <laughs> <laughs> like that we can smoke, bring strippers in, and then throw Benny's birthday party. Like, what right. the fuck is this place? He was like, oh, during the day, this is a center for autistic children. Oh. No! <laughs> Pussy and ash all over Fun- the floor. Yeah, fucking funding in Rochester's <laughs> in the toilet. Like, <laughs> I, gotta, like I was like, God Sick. damn, fucking... That guy's a saint. <laughs> yeah, bro, I was wild. So let, me, let me ask you this, then, since we're talking about that. Your favorite podcast you've ever done? Mm. Your favorite guest? Shit, that's so tough. I mean... I feel like i have to say conway um what number are you at now i recorded 197 okay damn um around 73 yeah fucking work yeah. to do conway was number one i just have different like connections to different ones like mm, for different reasons yeah but i would have to say conway man like when i was 17 and i met conway there was no reason for him to talk to me then. So for them to then do my podcast <laughs> five years later. Right. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. And when he's famous, like I knew I met him when he was in, like, no one really knew him. Like, mm. and for him to still respect and then to like, put it on a track. Yeah. <laughs> like I had, that's yeah, big. That's that pretty one, big. uh, crime apple was pretty dope. Um, Shit. Yeah, that's, I heard a gun. <laughs> Dream guest. Shit. Um, Lil Wayne, Action Bronson. Um, you can't pick seven of them, but just one. <laughs> doesn't have to be. Doesn't solid. have to be an artist. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking. Who's if you could talk uh, to one person in the world, sit them in the room and talk to them. Who is it? Dead or alive? Alive. Joe Rogan. Okay. Okay. Um, that would be a fire ass conversation. West Side Gun. Did you do West Side Gun yet? Nah. Okay. Um. West Side Gun is a fucking. I I want to talk to West Side Gun. I uh. That's such a hard question. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's so many. I don't do the podcast for guests. Like you were saying that. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. anyone can fill that spot. My podcast is my journal. It just happens to that <laughs> cool people sit across but from me I'm while I'm saying, talking. Right. Like, God, cool. Can't yeah. After, while you're on I'd be like, DMT. yo, God, you want to get on a podcast right <laughs> yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're on DMT and God was like, you know what? Um, Doing this. I want you to have a conversation. It could be whatever you feel in the moment. If you were yeah. to have a conversation with one person right now in the very moment, is it Joe Rogan? Yeah. 
I'd I think Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan will be a fucking fire one. I said Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, yeah. Is that you interviewing him, or are you a guest it, on this show? Me interviewing him. That's a good one. That's something you don't see a lot of. Yeah. We recently uh, did one with Mike Tyson. I saw, I didn't watch it, but like yeah. I saw that he was on that. Yeah, I... I just want to know who people are. Like when I interview mm. someone, I don't prepare any questions. I don't do. Okay. I just want to know who they are. It's right. like I don't even care if they like me. I don't care if the interview's good or not. I just want to know who they are as a person. Right. How many podcasts have you done? For others? Other people. Yeah. Between twenty and fifty, probably. Damn. Because a lot of co- a lot of comedians have pod like every comedian yeah. has a podcast. So like I've done a lot of like moment of truth. Where do we rank in this? <laughs> Pretty high up, yeah. honestly. I this is, dude. I'm in Miami right now. You are <laughs> like Miami. Let's go. Like, <laughs> like for you bringing me out here, like. For me to be able to do this, this is definitely high up. The hospitality, us driving around beforehand, you bringing me into your mm-hmm. home, like the live, like just being able to talk, it's definitely like I'm having a good, honestly, like this is one of those moments where I'm like, I'll always think about, like, oh shit, I went down to Miami. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate like, that, man. No, That's for real. Good. Like, definitely high up. <laughs> and I also, like, I respect what you guys do and I like, I also look up to what you got, you know, because we're, it's cool. See, people think that there's so many like slices to a pie, but it's like, uh, nah, like there's a world where Playboy Cardi, West Side Gun, <laughs> fucking Black Thought, fucking yeah, nah, shit, yeah. 2 chains, yeah. like are all the same shit. Like, right, you know, like, and, and not, you know, exactly. I was, I was in a, uh, so I take from what, like, I take from what you guys do and I hope you see what I do and absolutely. like, take it's like, I love this shit. Like, absolutely. Right. I appreciate that too. I was in a, I was in a sauna one day and that's usually when people want to talk their shit. Right. And this dude's talking about business plans. And he's talking about selling merchandise. And um, he's like, I feel like too many people do it, though. So I don't know if that's the uh, right lane to go. And I was like, tell me which one, which industry do you not know too many people in? Yeah. What? (laughs) Podcasting? Too many people. Music? Too many people. Matter of fact, they've been doing music since the beginning of time. They're still doing it, and people are still getting rich off of it. The day before I recorded my first episode ever, 15 of my so-called closest like friends in comedy told me, don't do a podcast. Why the fuck would you do a podcast? How wrong were they? <laughs> None of them are doing shit now. Right, I could right. literally... I could write. And at least two of them are doing a podcast. Exactly. I could you know write I mean? out <laughs> everyone's name that was there and literally go, not doing shit, not doing shit, not doing shit, not doing shit. Like, mm. and that's not even in a rude way. It's just right. their mentality limited, yeah. limited them. And I, that's why I hate talking to people about a lot of ideas is because a lot of people be like, oh, that's not going to work. And, and you know what? That mm. never affected me and that never scared me to not do it. Good. I'm always like, but I, I see it happen to a lot of people. And that's why I'm almost, I always give my advice because I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid, but at the same time, I'll look at somebody and I'm like, man, if I give this person this advice, they're probably going to fucking shy away from doing something great. 
You know what I mean? Because I, I like being honest with people and saying, like, just so you know, it's going to be hard work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not going to be something that you go into and like, boom, success. And you got to sacrifice your life yeah, for that. Exactly, like, you do. And, and you know what? You said that earlier. It's like you got you to gotta dive in 100% and sacrifice your life. I feel like not always because you can set yourself up in such a way that when you dive into these things, you're still good. I told, I told you this before we had this conversation. I was like, you know what? Like I set up so many things in my path, like my car, my girl, my child, um, my business that it like, let's say a, a, a fucking rainy stormy fucking day comes stormy month. I'm going to feel a lot better by my location. I'm going to feel a lot better when I hop in my car, I take a ride and I'm in sunny South Florida and I could do some risky ass driving <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to fucking, tr I'm going to land back in my driveway re-energized, recharged. And so when I'm going 100% into something, I don't have to like lose myself into it. You know what I mean? I could, I could dive in knowing that when I clock out, whichever way I clock out, because you, you, we have to learn that we have to develop a skill of being in something. Because right now I'm in the podcast. I'm in, I'm in full-blown podcast mode. The minute I walk out this door and I grab my girl and my child, it changes. I'm not podcast. I'm not Danza anymore. You know what I mean? Like I told you, Danza was a character to kind of just run away, even though Danza is me. You know what I mean? I won't say Danza is somebody fake. This, this is me 100% of the way, but this is me being super open, super direct. When I'm in that room with my, my girl and my son, I could still be open and direct, but it's different. I have to do it with love. You know what I mean? I have to, I have to do it with care. I have to do it with fucking finesse. Here is just raw, uncut, like we like we talk about. This is the podcast. It's live, raw, and mm. uncut. And I could do that, but I also could understand that this character is too strong for a dad, for a husband. Mm. I feel exactly, but that's where I feel I'm 24 years old. Absolutely. Everything is too, like... I feel like now's the time that I can sacrifice my life. Absolutely. I like, agree. and when I say I can go fully in, cause I don't have anything to support. Like there's no right, one, right. no one's on my back. No one needs me. Right. No, like I can sacrifice my life. And that's why I do love, cause I see myself using that. Like I see myself getting do through. Do you feel like you're unhappy in your love life? In my love life, hmm. Nah, I don't think so. A, was, yeah, I don't, I don't like the answer. I, don't, <laughs> I think I think, you, I think you pondered it a little bit too much. I am. Thinking, would you it's prefer? Like, right. Would you prefer? I like having a girl. Like I had. I like. Okay. I like being. But I don't like relation. Like you. I'm. Tw I've never been settled. I'm, how am I? How can yeah. I settle? When I'm not settled, I don't, I don't have my own it's place to live. Right I'm one. always on the road. It's, like what you want is the right one. Yeah, one that will accept you for who you are, and I, let you do your own thing. Also, I, 
I don't have like and that I'm not flying, stable right flying now. Sparks I just need to be stable. Like I just need to like I need to be stable before I can like bring a girl into my life. Because I okay. had a girl a couple months ago that I thought like, oh shit, this is a person I actually would want to like spend some time with. Exactly. Yeah. And then she was, and like, then I King. realized she couldn't. <laughs> 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 what are you doing at Bird King? Parked in front of the McDonald's. John, is that you? She couldn't handle how fast my life moves. Absolutely. That, and that has so, to be super like, tough because you're traveling. You're out there all, all the, the time. time. So that's why it's like, I don't have like, I go places. It's not like people come to my studio. It's not like I have money to like, I don't have a, a stable source of income yet. I don't have a stable place to live yet. It's just like, how could I bring a girl into that? It would be unfair to them, I feel. Absolutely. Right. But there's also that one out there oh 100 you know I mean? and that's like, why that it's would, like that would totally accept it and it's definitely something that's fucking the reason i say that is because i went through that and then the past like two three months i went through one of the worst hoe like hoe phases of my life <laughs> best, and best now, or worse exa- and it's the worst it's and like, the best yeah but now i'm like damn now i don't even care about put like i don't care about pussy no more like yeah like i got everything i needed out of it that's a good place to be though that's a powerful place to be. i'll tell you what i've i've also been that type of dude and i'll say what is the hardest thing about that um i I always think of like what i say but i'm 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 i don't give a fuck what people think about me or what what i say like fucking sit there across country i'm three years with one pussy Hey, all right. It's it's just graphic, right? Um, <laughs> you should hear my stand up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's graphic for a relationship. No, so, what? Excuse me. What is that supposed to mean? You know what I mean? But I, three years with one, and most men my age, younger, older, same shit. Most men would not believe that. Most women won't believe that. But it's just it's almost like. Men hold on to something of what they believe the world should move like, right? Um, well, I, they can't do it because of this or they can't do it because of that. It's a super difficult thing for men to do is to stay faithful, mm-hmm. right? But I'm, I'm 36 now and I've been in a relationship for about three years. And prior, I've done that. And don't get me wrong, the thrill, the fun, it, it is. Right? There, there is a thrill to it. There's excitement to it. The thing is, is just like I was saying earlier, there's a heaven and a hell. You walk into hell when you do it. If you decide to stay in that relationship, because now you actually have to move through with the secrets. And those are some deep secrets. Like, yeah. like people have their secrets and do their shit, but that, that, those secrets are fucking, you got to protect that shit. Because you don't know what happens to you, right? Like, oh my that's god, a scary I slipped, fucking. I slipped up and I told one girl I was hooking up with a story that another girl told me, oh, and man. it's like I. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, and even that, I felt bad. So like, you yeah, know, yeah, like, like it's, it's a tough oh, thing. And you know, even when I was younger and I was doing dirt, I always had that guilty conscience, and it's hard to navigate through life the proper way when you have that. And so I could tell you this. In my last three years since I've been with only one vagina, I've definitely moved the furthest and the fastest because I don't have that thought of I'm going to get caught. Mm-hmm. You know or I mean? that you're chasing. Because like every night 
I'm like, damn, I can go fuck another girl right now. <laughs> or I can go back and work cut clips for my podcast Absolutely. or go write stand up. Or, oh, I could, I can. Damn, so would this you girl. rather have one that is solid, that is the exact way you want her to be? Yeah, one hundred percent. And and but see, I'm at the phase in life where that last chick, the one who told me all that bad stuff about me, I've thought was that chick. Yeah. So now I'm like, every time I meet a girl, I compare her to her. Of course. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, that's why that, that it's like, good, oh, like, because I want you back. Exactly. So it's in like, my life. <laughs> also, said I want you back. I'm gonna wait till I, I have like an apartment. <laughs> there you go. So what do you do? You just move through? Yeah, like I, uh, I can live at home when I need to. Family? And then I can yeah, and then Pops, I can moms? either okay, grandma if I need to. Like All I right. don't have a one like So you're a nomad? Yeah. That's stay fire. in hotels. I'll crash it's on It's cool. Like I my told studio, you I admire that about you. Thank really you, do. man. My studio's in Manhattan. Uh my right. podcast studio. And so, like, I'll sleep on the couch there when I'm in Manhattan. Like, I, right. yeah, it's just whatever. Like, that's what I mean sacrificing my life is I really mm. have, like, and I love it. And I am happy. And I'm so yeah. happy I did. But, like, let's go. I'm not. You're like, not done yet. Exactly. Like, so let's close it out the right way. You're at a two. Uh-huh. What does 100 look like? That I'm undeniable. That what I do is undeniable. That my uh, podcast, my st- not not even my podcast, my a hundred is that my stand up is undeniable, and that I'm looked back on. That I inspired people. I wanted to say I wanted to look people look back and like what I do, but no, I want to inspire because like I don't think I'm the best. I'm not a good podcaster. I'm not a good stand up. <laughs> that's what like I'm not, but right. I still do it, and that's what pushes me farther than anyone else. When mm-hmm. I say my podcast is a self help podcast, I hope they watch my podcast. Go, he's fucking doing it. <laughs> I can do it, and that's where the self help. Mm-hmm. He fucking talked to Conway. How the fuck can I not do what I want to do? He's a like right. he can't even speak proper. He's a fuck like. <laughs> That's I want to inspire people like that's I want to be undeniable that I inspired people to do what they want to do. Fire. That's that's a hundred. I like that. that. Let's go. I like that. <laughs> How about you? I want to ask you. I've definitely answered this question before, probably when it was just a few of us in the room without a guest. I look at my life as like the this this marathon huge nipsey fan by the way go nipsey (laughs) all right my guy all right right here um it's a marathon i look at the marathon and i think of four laps large laps right so i think i'd just not too long ago, I completed my first lap. I think I have a, a understanding of how life operates. And now I just need to, you know, like I, I ran the first lap. I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like. Now I need to make better decisions. I'm on my second lap. Um, I would say I'm at like a 30, 32. Um, there's so much for me to learn. 
It's a hundred. A lot of people look at me and 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 people have told me, "Oh, you're rich," because they, you know, I, I drive a nice car, or because I have some nice things. Um, I would say rich is when I can truly chill and value the people that I have around me in the way they want to be valued. You know what I mean? In, in a way that they understand it. Um, because everybody has what he's like a different love language mm-hmm. and that goes for your, your close people and everybody around you. I want to, I want to be able to appreciate the people the best I can to the way they, they truly want to feel that. So they understand mm-hmm. that I do. Um, and then that's where I'm at. I'm at, I'm at a 32 now. I'm, I'm, I'm moving past. I think last time I would have said like 25 or some shit like that. I think, yeah. I, I think I ran a little bit past it now mm-hmm. because this is starting to get there. And I think, um, yeah, and I, my, that's a scale for my, like, cause I want a, a best friend and a partner, a wife. I want mm. a kid, a, an only child. I want to be fit and happy. Like there's other things other than like the business nah, that yeah, play yeah. into right. it. Like, but that shit's later to worry about. Absolutely. I'm 30. That's funny. You're talking about four hours. laps. Cause I, you're definitely more than one lap in. It seems like that. Because I feel like I just passed my first lap where I now finally know how the world actually works. Mm. Like I've seen like... The two most important days of your life are the day you are born and then the day you find out why. Mark Twain. I feel like that quote is excellent. I live by it. So I never heard that quote, but Mm -hmm. I always say... Everyone in their life has to make the decision, and you know what right. the decision is. And, and if you don't, then like you're not one. ready for the decision. I would. I even like that one, and I and I'm gonna tweak both of them because I I I love that the two most important days in your life are the day you are you born and the day you find out why it was in the beginning of a movie. Now you said your quote was what the decision. Oh, you you have to make. There's a point in your life where everyone has to make the decision, right? And those quotes are great, but there's more than one decision, and there's more than one day you figure out why. Mm. I believe that you find out why your why at least seven times in life, at least. So at 24 years old, when you say you just figured out life. Mm, as, no, no, no. I just figured out how life, will I, I, how life like, works. I'm going to tell you this. Because I'm 36, I would say, not yet. Slow down. You figured out how a portion of it works. Mm. But trust me, as you start navigating more and more, it's going to get like the, the puzzles start coming mm-hmm. in. It's like, wait a second. I thought, I thought I had this figured out. Yeah, every time this you get This shit to is the... so much different than because it's, it's just like anything in this world. But I also said two out of a hundred. I don't think no, 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 I no, no, know. No, like, no, no, no. I, I understand no, I, what you're saying. So I'm just, I'm kind of like breaking it down into what you said. You feel like I'm past my first lap. Mm. I don't. And I feel like, I feel like that because I know that I just figured something out. And, and you know, it, it took me a while to get to this. It took me falling, falling, falling. But this is step two. 
of the, okay, I got it figured out, but I know there's so much more obstacles about, about to come my way. Yeah. And so like, I got to get prepared for that fucking battle. I'm not, I mean, you look at fucking Dr. Dre, like that motherfucker has to have it figured out. He's a fucking billionaire. Go through, goes to a heavy fucking divorce. He's got to refigure out life. He's a billionaire. You're like a billionaire mm -hmm. has this much successful thing. Did all this successful thing. He had to be at a hundred. He's just, he was at 50. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Bill Gates, that's fucking guy is like fucking legendary. Mm -hmm. Goes down. Da, da, da. He goes to his divorce and his issues and the fucking world scrutinizing him and shit like that. Where was he? You know, he's, he's changing his path now. Uh, Elon Musk, I think Elon Musk, that, I feel like that dude's a legend. I think if I were to sit down <laughs> with one person, I'd want to sit down with him. Um, legend. I think he might be the closest to it. Like, the way his, his brain operates. But, I mean, this, he's a scatterbrain, too. So I feel like if I, if, if I'm definitely, I'm definitely just around you, the first lap. You were talking about analytics and shit. Yep. And something that really is weird to me is the people that listen to me are all older than me. My average <laughs> age of listeners is 35, 25 to, no, 35 to 45. Really? Not 25 to 35, 35 to 45, which is weird to me. Like, that's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to, like, but that's why it's like, I don't know. I don't even know why how that plays <laughs> I mean, into I mean, it. Because you like, do you do have, I, I I believe that your your conversations are very grown up. You know, I mean, yeah, you're a comedian and shit like that. But when you're talking to people, you're truly, genuinely, actually getting to know the person and asking them fucking amazing questions. Thank you. Uh, you're a good question asker. <laughs> and like I told you, I'm like, if if I were to to tell you like where you needed to step up, it would only be in like you're a do it yourself guy. You know, you if you had a team. They would make it look even better for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but see, as yeah. far as the content you're delivering. I had to make money. You know what I mean? That's if my you, next yeah, step. Not, the, the setting up the Patreon. I'm getting more ads. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's my next step is like, I had money. Now I'm like, oh, shit. I got to make money. I got to make Especially with the fucking life you live. So yeah. You, you pay a lot of money just in gasoline. He said, he said I'm a fly to Boston. I drove 55,000 miles in one year. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. I'm on like eight to ten. That's a lot of driving. That's and that's even a lot. I don't think I even do eight to ten. Fifty-five in one year. It's a lot of driving. And that's not even included the long drives I do in my friend's car. Like my friend will drive me to uh, Buffalo. Like that, you know. Yeah, I'm probably fuck, up upwards yeah, of like. I fucking... couldn't be in it. I mean, I, I don't mind long drives all the time, but doing it often, fifty-five thousand miles. I feel like. I know that this I'll all, the, the, going back to the gut, I know right. it'll all pay off. Right. I know that I'm not doing this for nothing. Right. So not a lot of people find it as early as you have. And one thing that you have going for you, you have a certain sense of not just confidence, but it's almost like you've been here before. You keep saying, I'm only 24. I'm only 24. I would think I was speaking to somebody much older. And I'm sure that comes across in your one hour, two hour, three hour podcast when you're speaking to people who, most of the time, probably are older than you. Yeah. I also know I look like shit for 24. Nah. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah. said, Watch out for these potholes. Word. That's nah. how life is, though. There's a lot of potholes in life. Yeah, absolutely. Not in Florida. 
<laughs> you can find them. You go to the right spot. Yeah, you got to go to the right spot. Over where I'm from, and in cold, cold climates, you probably have a lot of oh, so there. many fucking yeah, potholes, fucking yeah. Buffalo is like filled with them. <laughs> Buffalo, you could walk down the street and sprain your ankle on a pothole. So many potholes there, it's fucking gross. I think I don't live there anymore. Oh, anyways, yo, thank you, my man. Fucking dope ass thank podcast. You, the conversation on here was phenomenal <laughs> the entire fucking way Go. you know i mean it was literally fucking what two hours and 46 Damn. minutes of phenomenal content hello we picked a theme song well we picked some of the we narrowed it down uh by the way mile high ma from mile high music um mario who's actually really good friends with shots no is the one with the sound bites in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay. So we gotta have them fight to the death. So Mario, yeah, Shots, and Joey Blanco. Okay. Are the three that we're gonna post online. We'll do a little slide and then just those three? That's what are we gonna pick? The top seven? Well, I mean just to post. No. All ten. We 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 gave we oh. we fucking said we we sat here we got on live and we said we're gonna give Sam Buck the platform and we picked the top three uh-huh. and the top three. I won't get butt there. hurt. So whatever then, you choose, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm just so, saying. So then they'll pick from the three. Yeah. Okay. So shots, Joey Blanco, Mario, and Ma. Okay. Those are the top three. When? I guess we'll fucking throw them up on a if, if Landon could do it. I don't know how to fucking make it look cool, but um. <laughs> We'll do we'll throw a slide out today or tomorrow or the day after or whatever the fuck it is, and we'll let people vote. Okay. And then whichever one is the one. Let's go. Winner, and thank winner. you guys for having me on. Absolutely, Show, man. Nah, thank, thank you for coming out. That, that This was fucking dope. This was a great conversation. Talked about if Jesus is real. Yeah. <laughs> if he came back to life. All of it. Yeah, they're coming for us. <laughs> it's happening <laughs> anyways episode 73 wrapping up sam buck Jay, make sure uh, you follow him on ig mm-hmm. at bucked up podcast yes sir b-u-c-k-e-d-u-p-p-o-d-c-a-s-t uh also on youtube youtube.com slash bucked up podcast as well so you got your yes sir you got your okay. stand-up going on too is any of that stuff online as well in case anybody yeah wants to. Um, you just did a show last night last night in miami. miami yeah follow me on instagram to see my dates i'm hitting seven states in 30 days doing Let's comedy go. um Let's i'm go. hitting probably like 20 dates 20 comedy dates serious in Funny. the next 30 days That's yeah the makings of a true comic right comic right there. thank you man. traveling oh, yeah. and thank getting you. that working on the Our road motherfucking work Roll if work. you're in Miami, I'm doing a show tomorrow. I don't know where yet, so follow me on Instagram to find that. <laughs> there out. you go. All right, my brother. Man, thank Landon, you, you can sign us off. Thank you.